live on the rant. Hope you're happy. I hope you're happy, rant people. All you people out, if you're listening on the rant, take like 40 seconds, right? Exit out. And then go to our YouTube page, youtube.com uh, <laughs> slash the shining wizards, and just fucking comment. Just put a comment like I listen on the rant. Cause I because I'd like to think I, I'm very familiar with the people who tune in on YouTube. A lot of them interact, they're fantastic. If I see a name that comes up here that I'm not familiar with and they say they listen on the rant, I might believe it. But if it's like Asian Joe, no, Asian Joe, I yeah. know you're not listening on the rant. No, Asian Joe, Tom, you're Asian not Joe listening on the rant. Yeah. No. No. A lot of people still listen in the downloadable form, which is fan. I love it. I love it. People love. I put something in the Discord today. Like if you got uh, questions for Khan, you want to talk to him. You want to throw something out. Watch it on YouTube. A couple people were like, "I like to save the podcast for Tuesday at work." It's great. I love it. Yeah, I love it. You got to have something to listen to at work. Yeah, man. I that's guess just so. the way. That's just the way the world is now, man. You got to have stuff to listen to. I'm. I'm big on listening to podcasts at work. In fact, I think I started. What did I start? Oh, I wanted to get through a lot of MWA, which is essentially a podcast. It's just like lucky enough to have two. Like you have two. You have two monitors set up right now, right, Matt? I do have two. David Bauer said he once listened on the rant once, and it was probably the worst listening experience of your life, David. That's right. So you? Oh, yes, you, I have two. I have so, two. I have two. You, Two laptops. I don't have two monitors. So yeah, I guess you could say it's a monitor. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like I, at my job, I have two monitors, so I can, I can kind of get away with watching something if I have to on one, and while still working on the other, it's more like, it's more just like background noise because eventually I do have to use those monitors for work, but I can keep it in the browser and going and hear it and stuff. Um. So you have. So you can see what do you have open on. So are you seeing the comments from? YouTube? Do you have YouTube open? No, the right here on the right, the stream yard. Okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if like you like can see who's specifically watching on YouTube and who's specifically watching. I wasn't sure if you had all that open on another monitor. Oh no, I don't have that. Uh, I don't have that available. Okay, so yeah, but it's cool. You guys got some people in there right now. Yeah, of course they do. So, Kev- how are you, Kevin? Oh, Matt. Glorious. Now, Kevin, can we doing the Keith Lee or the, the Bobby Roode? Which one's it's a combo? You do a combo. Do a combo. I hated when he added the finger twirl into his glorious entrance. Remember, remember when Bobby Roode like started like dancing when he came up to the main roster? He would like dance and prance down to the ring. Got excited. He was on the big show. It was so good in NXT, and I like, like, was like, ah. You gotta dance and you gotta prance and twirl your fingers. Anyway. Uh, Kevin, s- someone is not with us. Mm-hmm. Can we confirm or deny that Tony hates guests? Well, I mean, it's long been confirmed, and now we like we'll see. I guess we'll have to wait until the time comes or the time cons, and. And uh, we'll see if Tony does, in fact, truly hate guests. I mean, who was it? Uh, Anthony Henry certainly believes. Right. That. And so and, did Carl Fredericks. And Carl Fredericks believes that. Do you think? Because hmm. uh, we do have a, there's a lot of text messages that go back and forth between the three of us. And there's we're throwing out different throwing out different times for different people. Do you think he thinks Khan is a seven o'clock interview? So he's purposely like 
stuck at work, but ah. then shows up at eight, and then we bring in Khan, and then he has to go into that weird thing where he just sits in his chair and he doesn't talk. That's literally that. <laughs> like if you if you're listening in podcast form, I'm literally Tony's like go to guest podcast phase, and part of that is us because we tend to ask uh, the majority of the questions for guys that. Tony might not be familiar, but whenever he whenever he he does, he just puts he just sits there with his two fists on his chin and just like sits there and just like mm, okay. Again, Kevin, I don't know if it's because he's not familiar with them. I think he just hates guests. That's right. Well, yeah, this was this is something this it's confirmed, Matt. It's Tony hates guests confirmed. It's just yeah, now if, if, if he's trying to pull the wool over on us and 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 fake uh work delays because he thinks that it is at the guest is at seven it's going to be incredible and well, no it, it won't really do anything because again he's just going to sit there with his fist on his chin not right? doing anything Look, if you go through the list of guests that we have had right i think mm-hmm. he was in for jazzy he liked when jazzy was on the show a couple months ago big jazzy uh, guy. i think he enjoyed tsf because they were a lot of fun they were cool i was right? that was when i was in florida right was that was that florida uh maybe i think it was he uh was here for the sat he enjoyed that well yeah sat's got a lot of history here so right it was not there for sam adonis and zeke mercer no 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 no, no. uh but then he's back from miko <laughs> right his yeah, from... favorite guest with all due respect and and then he decides i'm going to be in his corner miko maestro for some ungodly reason mm-hmm. monster mac uh and kid bandit was he there for the whole show I don't remember Matt. <laughs> he was there for Mac. Of course. I think he was there for Bandit too. Then not he was late for Fredericks. And then he pieced out on Anthony Henry last week. All right. So I'll give him a pass on that one because it was nine o'clock. But I mean I, I guess he's I, not I, fucking Cinderella. He's not gonna turn into a pumpkin. That's a good point. And we we religiously and very frequently go past nine o'clock anyway. So, yeah, Tony hates guests. Right. It's not like he has to fucking do it. He doesn't process the episodes anymore. He just has to log off and go upstairs and deal with his wife and his giant baby kid. That's right. Who still needs help from his dad on his homework. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to motherfuck us when he listens back to this. We got a huge show. We got NWA picks to talk about. We got the whole week that was professional wrestling. Khan is joining us at 8 o'clock. Former Ring of Honor six-man tag team champion. You've seen him on Dark dark Elevation. Uh, we'll find out what he's up to uh, in 2022. And so much more all next here. Episode 577. Oh, baby. Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Let's see if I can do this. I got to hit this button. Hold on that button. Here we go. Okay, buttons. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is Kevin Sullivan, and if you're not listening to the podcast, it's The Shining Wizards. I'm going to come to your house, and I'm going to lay underneath the bed. And when you go to get in the bed, 
tonight. If you're not listening to this podcast, I'll bite your leg. Monday night. Oh, feels like a Monday. You know what time it is. It's time for the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Live. I'm going to do my Tony. Live on the rant. RantEOradio.com. And for all you people listening in download form, wherever you get your podcasts, it's yeah. the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast coming from the mean streets of North Arlington, where, of course, it's wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Look at this. Kathy Homer shows up. She says, oh, look at these two bozos. I miss Tony. Oh, that's a terrible opinion. Thanks. Thanks, Kathy, for popping your little little head in here and saying hello. She's still here? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Matt. Oh. Uh, uh, oh, my God. What's the, what's the gimmick? Uh, oh, K-J-G. <laughs> it's one of those days, man. It's definitely a Monday. It is a Monday. Last week was an exceptional week. Um, you know, with all the bad stuff that happened with Scott Hall and stuff, we still had a great show last week, and Anthony Henry was fantastic. Lots of great conversation. Lots of great interactions on the the, the stream yard here, the YouTube and the Facebook. So Lots of good stuff. We're looking to do it again tonight. Now, look. I thought that you. was a fairly I, accurate Tony impersonation. Thank you. I dunk impression. biscuits. I dunk biscuits. That's a great handle. Now, look. If you're in here, you're watching, don't fucking leave at 8 o'clock to watch Monday Night Raw because Cody's not showing up, people. And I noticed we had great numbers last week. And then at 8 o'clock, everyone left to, to hate watch Monday Night Raw. Don't You can do both. You can hate watch Monday Night Raw and love watch us. You just don't have to put the volume on. Yeah, no, you don't need, you don't, you don't need volume. Don't leave us. We did a great rewind last week to Uncensored 99, and you were probably watching fucking Monday Night oh. Raw for some ungodly reason. Almost versus uh, Lindsay Dorado. Or he's, he's gone, isn't he? Lince he gone. He gone. He gone. So, whoever else oh. is there. What's good, Kev? How's things? Everything's good, man. Like I said in the the open, glorious, bum 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 glorious. That's it. Kevin, I see you with your WrestlePro gear on. I know you are at the uh, WrestlePro show on saturday and i'm very proud of you because i think we've had talks in private and you've never felt comfortable enough to ask so you feel like an it's an inconvenience yeah. to get pictures with some of these guys but after the news of scott hall you vowed you were like i'm gonna do it and motherfucker you did and i was high-fiving you saturday yeah, night uh but on Instagram, fucking awesome stuff, man. Yeah, the fact that you retweeted it and just said like F or like F yeah KJG or something like that, like it would that like really meant a lot to me. Cause like it's like something that I've never done. Like if I was like just at the show, no problem, you know, whatever, like you know, pay for actually I probably wouldn't do that either, but you know what I mean. But like just being like a part of it and like doing stuff, it just never felt right for me to ask for Cody was like the one exception. Right. I was like like 
I got to get a picture with Cody. There's probably a couple more, like, but that's yeah, probably like, that one with like Eddie Edwards and EY, maybe. Yeah. All right. So those were at House of Glory yes. shows. And that's because I knew the vendor, and the vendor was like, dude, you, we love the show. Come in and just to get a picture for free. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, again, this is, this is still part of it. I'm not going to pay for a picture. But if I can, if I can manage to get one because I, I'm associated with Russell Pro and they're there and, um, and they don't mind, then I'll 100% do it from now on. So I got, got to talk to Jay Lethal for a little bit, got to talk to Ricky Morton. I wanted to get one with both rock and rolls, but uh, Gibson went to go pull the car around or something like that. So just got Ricky Morton, uh, legend, great fun match that they, the rock and roll had with Bear Country. Uh, Jay Lethal and KM tore it down. Yeah, it's something that I'm going to be doing. Uh, from now on is going to be getting pictures with these uh, these wrestlers, young, old. I wanted to get Tony Nese. He, he slipped out before uh, before I had the chance to come a big Nese guy. Yeah, he so. did. A, he had a, a gimmick thing that he was doing. What? Did, uh, so I don't know if you were following. Um, he had like uh, heat with Casanova Valentino or Casanova Valentine on Twitter. Okay. They set up like a feud on Twitter, right? Like, and these went out on, on Twitter and said, you know, I hear people are claiming to be from my school and they're garbage and they never showed up. And then, so long story short, it was Nice and Casanova going at each other for like two weeks. And then Nice, I guess, after he left WrestlePro, went to this show they were doing and it was like a, like a death match show. Oh. Uh, maybe one of those no ring death match things. I just saw it briefly. So I may be off. A little bit, but long story short is Nice was dressed as a fan and he attacked Casanova, so they turned it into like a thing. And it was 100% the same night? Yes, it was Saturday. That's okay, because his match was on last? Yeah, it might have been later in the night. I think it was one of those like Brooklyn let me see if I can find it, like like no rope things. Was there was their match last? No, or was KMJ Lethal last? Oh God, this is uh, we get we get crazy uh, silly on these nights. Um, no, you're good. Uh, it was New Fear City. They were the original No Ring Death Match. They did it. Uh, they were in Brooklyn. Let's see if I can find it here. I can't. I can't believe I can't remember. I mean, I can believe I can't remember, but. Um... Who was what was the main event? It may have been Nice Wayward. Uh, no, yeah. it was Janella, Janella Horowitz. Oh, oh, my, oh, my God, bro. That was insane. Like, Matt, when I tell you, like, if Barry Horowitz, Horowitz wants to, he could be like the new PCO. Like, he could be like, he could have a whole like second, third, fourth, fifth chapter to his career on his hand. That's how freaking wild this match was with Joey. Who, uh, who, who was it? Was awesome. It was just that dude. That was great, great, great stuff from Barry Horowitz. They, they they went all over the crowd. I actually ended up having to like help the students do like uh, like crowd like get get away. Like they were up in the bleachers, and like part of me thought that they were gonna like literally kill these like kill, kill these like kids because they were gonna do some sort of spot. And I was like 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 Tony to get out of the way because everything about that match was bonkers. Did you have to? Did you have to move Mrs. Money and Mr. Money out of the way? No, but I did. I I only saw them briefly when they came in, and we just acknowledged 
because I was at the, the table and we just acknowledged a wave and a nod. Uh, so I did see them and I'm sure that, uh, what did he say anything about it? Did he, did he enjoy well, it? Well, they, sh- they shared pictures in the discord. They were right in that bleacher section yes. of the Janela Horowitz brawl. Yeah, they were. Uh, cause I, I did, I did like look over every now and then to, and they were, they were definitely there, but they brought in this new guy to do the, the cues, which is awesome because it's like the most like nerve wracking thing I've ever done. But I was there to try to like help him with his, like it's timing and like when to cut this, when to do that. So I was still doing that stuff, but I, I didn't actually have to push any buttons, which was amazing. So it was just, uh, it was it was good stuff, man. So I know we don't want to ramble on so much about it, but um, highlights from the show, obviously Joey Barry, KMJ, Lethal, um, Kevin. I have uh, I hate to cut you off. I have breaking news. What's that? Tony will be here by eight o'clock, and he has questions. I do not believe him. Well, that's what the text said, my friend. My apologies for cutting you off. From what I could tell on Twitter, it did happen after he left the Wrestle Pro event. Okay. Yeah, because Neeson and Wayward—that was like their uh, their their third match, like their third straight match that Tony was booked mm-hmm. for WrestlePro. He he's only re- I, I, don't quote me, but I think I'm pretty sure he's only wrestled uh, Bobby, Wayward. Bobby Wayward in Rawway. He may have wrestled somebody else in because uh, every time I every time he did, I uh, I I I screwed up his music. Ryan Sullivan wants to know if it was a work from a start. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to guess it was a work from the start. It seemed, um, I think it worked because Casanova is only known for the deathmatch stuff. So to come out, for it to come out that he was one of Nisa's students, um, it makes perfect sense, and it'll give Casanova the rub. So, so, so this I, guy is claiming that he was taught by Nice when he wasn't. He was taught by me. You got to go back through the Twitter. Okay. It's a whole thing that's set up. Um, He went to, he went to Nisa school, I guess, but he didn't stay and he left. And then he went on to become a deathmatch wrestler, which, you know, I guess the story is Nisa looks down on. I I'm not, again, I am paraphrasing. I don't have everything in front of me just off the top of my dome. Uh, I'm pretty sure Nice. The story is like he looks down on the the death match slash backyard wrestlers. So when he showed up at this no ring match in Brooklyn, we got now we got a story. Yeah, man, that sounds pretty cool. Nice, uh, Nice hates the death match, the death match wrestling. Hmm. Where have I seen? Uh... Look at this, the true prince of pro. Yeah, I noticed Kevin doing gra- crowd control during the Janela Horowitz match at Wrestle Pro when I watched it yesterday, and I popped huge when I realized it was him. Oh man, thanks, Prince of Pro. Thanks, brother. Yeah, man, it was spur of the moment because a lot of the kids they were all just only on like one side, like they weren't. I mean, and they're you know they'll they'll get it, they'll learn. But and but I was just like, you know what? I wasn't trying to like get in the cameras or anything like that. Wasn't trying to do that at all. Wasn't trying to get my you know airtime on fight. I just literally thought they needed more help and an extra body, so I just jumped up and did it. So just just gut instinct, and it was it was pretty cool. Get your shit in, kid. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of Joey Janela, Joey was in the news this week, um, and he did an interview with Denise uh, Salcedo. Yeah, I can never um, pronounce her name. And I can't pronounce anyone's name, so the fact that I may have gotten it is Barry Horowitz myself. Nice. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hat on the back there, even though he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. Um, <coughs> Wait, is he, is he in the Hall of Fame? 
No, but he lobbies every year on Facebook. If you're Facebook friends with him, I could see him getting in. I am Facebook friends with him, and he does do that a lot. You're right, actually. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like Joey is not going to re-sign his contract with AEW. Um, and it's no, you know, it's not like he had a bad time there. Uh, yeah. He just, I think the biggest thing that came out of the interview was there was a lack of communication about his contract. Um, and he feels like maybe um, there was an incident where he accidentally injured Eddie Kingston. Um and that's kind of the final straw that broke the camel's back. But he's not sure, again, because... They didn't tell him. No communication. So I think I think it's the right move for Joey. I think Joey is good at creating his own... I mean, look, GCW is not where it is without Joey Janela spring break one. Yeah. You're right. right. And Joey has a crazy mind... But, man, he fucking, you know, look, PCO is a regular on Impact Wrestling. You had not seen him in the States until Joey brought him in for, for his spring break. Like, yeah. Joey, if Joe, Joey has a vision, he's going to make it happen. And uh, I think it was awesome that he was one of the first signed to AEW and that he did the whole thing there. But I think this is the right move for him because I think he is better suited and better utilized uh, under the GCW banner. And I think I saw somewhere he's wrestling him and Gangrel against the Hardy Boys in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, and they're I think they're actually being billed as like the new brood. I think. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And and as long as it it's as long as Joey's like happy with the decision, then that's all that really matters at the end of the day. Cause like of of course like AEW is definitely probably more financially beneficial for Joey. But if he's okay with that and if again we don't know I guess they. I guess it was AEW's call, right, to not bring him back. I'm assuming, because I I, I I read some excerpts from that interview as well. So uh, I, I got to assume it's AEW's call. But Joey's going to be just fine. He's he won't be hurting for bookings at all. And GCW is on a, such another level right now that it's just like, yeah, just it's, like it's, he'll be fine. It's you could easily say they are the third biggest wrestling promotion in the United States right now. I, yeah, I would agree with that. I would hunt. Well, of course they are. And um, now the question is, though, do you consider when the new Ring of Honor comes up? Do you consider that its own brand, or is that still like under the umbrella of Con and is AEW adjacent? I don't know. It's a good, uh, I have to see. I have to see. I, I have to see. I have yeah. to see because. He was on Busted Open, what, Friday? And um, they were talking about, you know, obviously Supercard of Honor was announced before the sale, and that's going to run against Rampage Friday, April 1st. And didn't didn't they announce Briscoe's revival? And then after... after or uh, the, FTR, yeah. whatever. Yeah, after that, they announced Briscoe's FTR. Um, so he said he's going... I have it in here on my notes. Kevin, give me one. No, take your time. Um, because I want to get it right. Because I, I think I we, we brought it up before, and like AEW has so much talent that if they that would normally kind of fit in with Ring of Honor anyway. So like if if they use their own guys, I would love to see them bring in like 
if if Taven and Bennett and Kenny King and PCO and Vincent and all those guys are and Maria and all those people are still available, then you have people like LSG and the the Beer City Boozer and you know the uh the bouncers collectively and if you could find a place for them i think that would be important it's kind of like you know what it reminds me of and i know you're gonna cringe at this but remember like it's when wwe brought back ecw they made room for the original guys but still used their own people for it so if they can if they can somehow make it a, a much better version of that i don't think that people will be upset about it because people don't hate like you have JD Drake there. We just thought, like you know, if you put like Anthony Henry and and and, uh, and Ring of Honor as a and just make it work with maybe like the LSGs and the Greshams and and uh, the other people. I don't. I think you have something special there. I think so. Look, you you look at you look at, and I know a lot of people aren't watching AEW Dark uh, and Dark Elevation, but look at the talent they're bringing in there. Uh, I think tonight it's. Um, Christian Blake against Blake Christian. Uh, uh, Blake Christian. I think that's his name. Pretty sure it's uh, Blake and Christian's his last name. You might be right. It's Blake sure. Christian against fuck. Who was it? I just saw too. It's um, it's not even a regular guy. Uh, no, it's not. It's two like independent names. Um, Blake Christian and Rohit. Oh yeah, duh, Rohit, our boy. Like. Take Rohit, get out the kitchen. No, Rohit needs, you know, like Blake Christian Rohit, sign me up. I think they got, um, they got Alex Zane against Ninja. Uh, uh, Alex Zane and, and Shane Swerve is announced for the Supercard of Honor. Really? On April first, yes. Um, obviously Gresham and Bandito, winner takes all, Ring of Honor World Title. Gresham went over to Germany and he won the Progress Title, so he's the first American to do that. So is. I forgot about Bandito. I forgot about a lot. There's a lot of people that you forget about. Now, is does that mean that it's just a singular payday for Bandito, or is he going to be brought into the fold? Who knows? You know, it's weird. Like all the reports came out a couple weeks ago, the Briscoes won't be signed to AEW because of the stuff that Jay tweeted out almost ten years ago. Right. Oh, which, that's right. Yeah. Which he which he apologized for, and then recently apologized for again. Um, yeah, I, said, uh, I put out a stupid tweet nine years ago, the most dumbest, immature, obnoxious shit I've ever done. I don't want anybody from any walk of life to feel like they can't care for the Briscoes because I promise we love everybody. Um, I said I some dumb shit a long time ago. I apologize for it and I'll apologize for it again. It was stupid. Um, but then like this all like they're still the ring of honor world tag team champions. Like I think it's going to take some time for us to see the structure of what this new ring of honor is going to be. He said on busted open on Friday, cause he goes on every Friday to shell rampage. Ah. Um, um, he's going to start booking. I believe bah, 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 bah. Uh, I see it as a transitional show in many ways that I'm really excited about because it's the first show under the new management. It's also a transitional show before I will relaunch what I hope to be a really great new Ring of Honor television product, a weekly series, wherever it does air or stream. Your your gut. Where do you think that? Do you think it's strictly streaming? Do you think your gut? If it is, it's not a bad thing. Um, yeah. You know, like what what they had going before um, with 
uh, Sinclair, like no, no one had it anyway. I mean, I didn't know anybody. I was still watching it on, on honor club, you know, um, yeah. or fight TV. So uh, it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see where it goes. Now I know they had TV taping scheduled in Philadelphia for April. They had whatever Palm, they do. They do have a date for whatever Palm Sunday is. Now, I don't know if that's changed. That's like the Palm Sunday or Easter Sunday. No, Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday see is, is the start of the Holy Week. So if Easter is like the 14th, that would be the 7th or the 8th, maybe. Okay, yeah. So they only have now on. It was announced a couple weeks ago, but now only on uh, ROHWrestling.com. They have. Just super card of honor. Let me check the 2300 arena. Palm Sunday is the 10th. Okay. And good Friday. So Easter is the 17th. So Palm Sunday is the 10th. See the calendar here for the 2300 arena. That's a a place you want to have a show on Palm Sunday. See nothing on nothing on the 23. So maybe I know they had announced it a couple weeks ago. And maybe they pulled it back now. Um, the only thing, the the only wrestling event on here is uh, MLW going back to the twenty three hundred arena on May thirteenth. So New Japan this, on this the- was this was originally like the original Ring of Honor um, tapings. Like it was like like the I, like- they, had, they had announced right after. I think it was like the day before Tony Khan announced that he was buying ring of honors library and everything they announced on like a live uh facebook stream that they were going to do tv tapings at the 2300 arena okay and then i guess now since he bought it i guess it's going in a different direction yeah well, yeah it's, it's definitely going to be a different direction now but so. do you we do get do we do get um briscoe's ftr on april 1st it's what the people want what they've always wanted. They're so they're fucking stewed. WrestleMania, the the whole idea of WrestleMania weekend is like, I'm not even going to fucking Dallas. I'm just making notes today for tonight's show. It's like fucking overwhelming, dude. There's so much. There, it's been like that. I mean, you take out the COVID years, and I guess we're still technically kind of in it. But you take that out, it was really like. And to your point about like jo- like once Joey started doing like the spring breaks down there, it I, I think at least unless I'm remembering this wrong, it blew up. Oh no, that's that's not true because there were Russell Cons before that, and there were shows. Yeah, but that first Russell Con they did in New York, there was just Russell Pro ran what like Wednesday Thursday. It was weird. They ran like a Thursday Friday. Yeah, and. WrestleCon had like Dragon Gate because I know I was at that show, and like five dollar wrestling was like while the convention was going on. Yeah, and then they did a bunch of stuff. Um, I think there was like a the, the next day was like an Evolve show and a Shikara show and a Shimmer show. Yeah, he makes a good point. WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania weekend has been a circus for years, and it's only getting worse. <laughs> only getting worse. Well, like, you know what. It, it, he's not entirely wrong. No, his point is taken for sure. Look, you're 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 giving the wrestling every everyone goes to WrestleMania, right? That's like 
the holy grail for wrestling fans. You go which out. Which is also two nights now, too. So put that into the, into the equation. And you're essentially, people are, there's wrestling for everyone there, right? That's right. But man, I, I just, I don't, every, there's so many shows that run. Like, I don't, I don't know how it, like, well, if you're not from the Texas area, that means you got to rent some kind of vehicle, right? Right. And transport a ring or share a ring with another company. Like, and then you just got to hope people fucking show up for your event. Yeah. It was, um, when I went uh, back to, in Orlando a few years ago, there were two different venues. There was one venue in the hotel complex, where, which I actually recently just stayed in again, uh, which was awesome. That's where the WrestlePro show was. That's where um, the Progress show was. Or no, was it Rev? Was it Rev, uh, Rev Pro, I think you were at a Rev Pro Rev show. Pro, Rev Pro uh, was there. The actual WrestleCon wrestling event was there. But then Joey Janelle's Spring Break was like, it was like half an hour away, right? Half an hour away. So, like, I couldn't, even if I wanted to, like, and it was directly after the WrestlePro show. So, I couldn't even get there if I wanted to. But it was, there was so much to do at that place that it was okay that I didn't get a chance to go to the other shows. So, it was, uh, it's, it's crazy. And that was just, and that was like in 2000, God, 14, maybe 15. Right. Well, what they did the last time they did Mania here was also the same weekend. Uh, they ran the Garden Ring of Honor New Japan, right? Was it the same weekend? Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Ooh, and, then, and then, like, even dirt, like, I know they ran a bunch of because I had to meet up to, with Kevin Gill to give him the tickets to the Ring of Honor show. Like, he was at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City because there was wrestling all day there, which is not really close to. I mean, it, it's a quick, it's, it's a quick, yet. it's a quick public transportation trip. Yeah, if you got to drive, though, you're sitting fucking just like half an hour yeah. from East Rutherford, you know, like Jersey's no fucking easy way to navigate. And then the WrestleCon was in the city at a hotel like yeah. it was all over the fucking place. Yeah, it was. It's it's it's, it's getting wild, but it's it's good because that means that everyone is feeding off like the, the, the big shark, which is the WWE. Uh, yeah, it's just a fuck, man. Like, I'm glad I'm not going like it's. Oh, I have no desire. No, I have no desire. And again, I am probably like the outlier. I have no desire to watch WrestleMania. Right. I mean, I will, but I, I'm with you. Like, if I if I don't watch it for like, if I get, all right. So let's put it this way: if I get WrestleMania spoilers, unless it's like, see, here's the thing though, because if Cody, like, I feel like Cody being there. I mean, even though you you, you know, he's yeah. Around. Look, look, you saw the reports this week, right? He's signed. Yeah. Um. I think Mike Johnson reported that he signed. He's been signed for a couple of weeks. That's right. Um, I defend him when he's wrong. They're really like think it's going to be Cody and Seth. They made a bunch of like Cody references last Monday on Raw. Like, I I get it. Excuse me. I think it's cool. It's just not. It, I just don't yeah. care. See, I, because, I can't. because here's my problem is at the end of the day, it's still the WWE, right? Right, of course. You have absolutely you have we have lost all faith that they can put something entertaining on on TV other than the actual in ring work on pay per views. Um but but I would I would get up for for Cody Seth if it if it in fact happens or if they set it up for after WrestleMania, like maybe he shows up on you know the next do you think he shows up at Mania or the next night? I think the what do I have here? The latest reports say he is 
he is not confirmed, but it seems like it's still the plan. Rollins and Rhodes WrestleMania 38. And how far are we away from Mania? Two weeks, three weeks. So if he does, if he doesn't show up tonight or next week, then what's you just show him up there? I mean, I don't fucking know, man. I feel like you have to. Like it's it's one of those things. It's like it's like people. It's almost like when CM Punk came back to wrestling. Like it's not announced, but you know it's him coming back. Like yeah, if Seth Rollins has like a WrestleMania open challenge. Unless they send out like the fucking Brooklyn Brawler or something dumb, yeah. and Cody shows up on Raw the next night. I mean, that's I mean, that's what we usually get. The like the Lashleys and the uh, it's happened a couple times. Yeah. But again, I I get it a hundred. It's just like I'm looking at this WrestleMania card right now. Oh, let's run it down, baby. Um, here I did some research, Kevin. Oh, couple, couple things. A, I look down on any WrestleMania shows that are done outdoors, right? Those first like couple that were inside, there's it's magical. There's something about it that's magical. All right. What do you mean the first couple that were inside? Like you WrestleMania know, the ones one that are and in two? Like dome. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, okay, eleven, cool. okay. twelve, thirteen, fourteen. In a in not outdoor. I get I get why they do it outdoor, because you could easily sell sell it out more seats means more money. i get it I yeah well i mean look at the i mean there's domes that have i mean texas well that's where it is it's it's in it's in texas so that's right. technically indoors um pontiac silver dome there's just something about this the the in the indoor which just sounds better in the open air stadium shows the set the noise has nowhere to go but up yeah that's yeah and, and out mm. another thing okay 30 and 31 only had like seven matches and it, it seems like that's like perfect oh it is perfect but right, then you look, but then you, you look back and you, you you kind of almost forget how many matches there were on the original manias well i was gonna say the original like some of them are long bad bad choices too though like did we need earthquake squashing hercules like before the main event yeah probably not but you get it i'm trying to remember like there's one where i first remember seeing it. i think it was it was either 17 or 18. What it was, it's what's what? Oh, excuse me. It was with which, whatever one. Oh my god, I can't talk. Um, everyone had DDP, like Christian, test Eddie Guerrero, like uh, just random, random, like long, like I think it was like yeah, Taz and the APA against uh. The right to censor. I think these are all the same mania. I can... No, I think you're mixing. I think Taz right to censor was 17. That okay. WrestleMania 17. Is that the one that's arguably considered the greatest WrestleMania of all time? Yes. Okay. Uh, here's 17. I'll run it down for you really fast. Um, Jericho w- William Regal. Okay. Taz APA against right to censor and uh, yeah, right to censor. Kane Raven Big Show Triple Threat. Uh, Eddie Guerrero test, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, China Ivory, uh, Shane, uh, and and Vince, uh, TLC, Iron Sheik, Gimmick Battle Royal, Undertaker, 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 Undertaker under. Now I can't speak. Undertaker, okay. Triple H, Austin, and The Rock. All right, so I pulled up eighteen. Okay, and so 
I remember. Oh, I loved this match because, but it was on Heat. It was uh, Rikishi, Scotty, Tuhati, and the Hip Hop Hippo Albert the beat. Hippo. That's right. Beat Mr. Perfect, Lance Storm, and Test. God, they butchered Mr. Perfect's second run. Um, Rob Van Dam beat William Regal. DDP beat Christian. Maven and Goldust had a big thing, and Maven ended up walking out with the belt. Kurt Angle beat Kane. Undertaker beat Ric Flair. Edge beat Booker T. Stone Cold beat Scott Hall. Billy and Chuck, APA, Dudley's. And the Hardys, Rock Hogan, Jazz, Trish Stratus, and Lita. So there were 12 matches on, and then Triple H Jericho. So there were 12 matches on this show. And that's like way more than a traditional pay-per-view like would have at, at this point. That's a lot of matches. Yeah, at some point, like even 29 that we were at, like it was a nine-match card with one match on the pre-show. And that felt long, though. Like, was it just me, or was it because we tailgated? Maybe I felt that way. It's probably because we. It was a fucking long weekend, dude. Yeah. Well, did we? We didn't do the second. Did we do that? We didn't do the. Se- there were two nights for PWS. We didn't do the second night, did we? Oh God, yes, we did. Well, okay, I didn't do the second night. You did the second night. You guys, we I did. wasn't a part of the podcast. First, then. no. With the first night, we did Wrestle Pro. The second day, we did. I did a Dragon Gate show. Cause it was like at four o'clock right to wrestle pro. Then we did WrestleCon the next day. And I think I went home and slept after WrestleCon. Yeah. then tailgating and mania. And then yeah, I took the Lopez's to, right. uh, to the city on Monday oh, God. and, uh, missed out on raw. Cause I was exhausted. And I'm trying to, it was, I think it was, was me, Jamie and Pat. And, and, and yeah, you, Jamie, Pat, and there's one more person who I think always gets forgot. Dan, one of the Russes. Yes, Dan Russ. And then there was, yeah. I think there was somebody who who was the one that was it burnt. Who got us the tickets? Uh, Bernadette's was, friend. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Jackie. I think her name was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so even like, look. So my point to all this, as we go down these crazy rabbit holes. Oh yeah. Is like. I get that it's WrestleMania. I get it's the biggest show of the year. I get you want to showcase your talent, but do we have to showcase all the fucking talent? Like, it seems like now we're just shoehorning people. Did you know that the women's tag team match is now four four women, four tag teams? Do I have this right? One. It's, it's what is it? Sasha and Trinity. Not Trinity. Um, Sasha and Naomi. Naomi against Ripley and... Morgan, uh huh, and is it who are the tag champs? <laughs> um, god, I couldn't even like other than like Becky and Sasha and Charlotte, I can't, and Ronda, uh, I can't, Queen, even Zelina, and Carmella. All right, and then they shoehorned in Friday night Natty and Shayna Baszler. Natty and Shayna Baszler are a team now, I guess. Man, what happened to Natty and uh, Snookerfly? No clue. Interesting. I couldn't. Uh, I'm surprised they named that. What? What about uh? What's her um? What's Alexa Bliss doing? What's her nuts? Uh, I got nothing for her yet for WrestleMania. What about Nikki Ash? I got nothing for her yet either for WrestleMania. So maybe there'll be a a battle royal. But they don't have that many women anymore after if they're putting them all in this tag match. And you have. So, uh, Bianca, Becky, and Ronda. I don't Charlotte. know what to do with Bianca, Becky now, Kevin. Why? What happened? 
They Becky attacked Bianca and fucked up her throat now. Bianca's throat? Yeah, that's the story they're telling, apparently. I did not know that. Hope so this is, what, this is what WrestleMania night one looks like. All right, let's let's do it. Lay it all, all right, on the line. This is all card subject to change, and I'm sure we're going to add a bunch of shit to this later. Uh, we got Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, we got Becky and Bianca for the Raw Women's Championship. But again, after the actions of uh, the man, I don't, is she still calling herself that? I don't know. I, well, after I after the devious actions of Becky Lynch, we don't know if that is going to happen. Very uh, the, the KO show with Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I have zero. I, I don't know if I'm broken. I don't care. You're broken. That. I don't care about that. Delete. Uh, the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champs, the Usos, will defend against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio take on the tag team of The Miz and Logan Paul. Real thing. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin. We're going to run that back again. Oh, boy. So that's what we have right now for night one. Oh, night two. Naito. Naito. He's in the final four of the New Japan Cup. We can talk about that. Oh, that beautiful Naito. Uh, Brock and Roman. For it's, it's It is being advertised as a unification match. Don't ask me what it fucking means, because I don't know, Kevin. It just says unification match. <laughs> WWE champion Brock Lesnar versus WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Uh, Edge versus AJ Styles. All right. Uh, here's one, Kevin. They just announced this, apparently. Johnny Knoxville against Sami Zayn in an anything goes match. Of course. Jackass. I would only buy into this if it was like the play anything goes. Anything goes. Have you you've seen anything goes? Yeah, I think uh fuck nuts was in it. Pat? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to remember if I was in that one or not. Um No, because Pat oh, because when Pat was a senior, he didn't do and I was a freshman or a sophomore. He didn't want to do. He quit. He just quit doing the the plays. All right, which is weird. So it was like all like sophomore and freshman cast. It was crazy. Uh, for you not familiar with anything goes out there, you music lovers, the musical, uh, the story concerns madcap antics aboard an ocean liner. Madcap, madcap moss. See, he gets involved. <laughs> it's fantastic. Bound from New York to London, Billy Crocker is a stowaway in love with. Harris Hope Harcourt, who is engaged to Lord Evelyn Oakley, <laughs> is Happy Corbin in this play? In this musical, I don't know. But if you know anything about anything goes, it's fucking. Trying to remember if I, I if I want to see this one, do a shot. Um. So yeah, Sami Zayn versus John 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 Knoxville. Moxley? Oh, Knoxville. John, no, Mo- John Moxville. John Moxville. Johnny sounds like he's a fucking five year old. John Mock. John Knoxville. Imagine there's like a hybrid, a John Moxley and Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Moxville. Be the ultimate jackass. There you go. Nailed it. That's how you talk. Uh, we talked about the shitty women's tag match that nobody cares about. Um, and that Pat McAfee and Austin Theory will also be taking place of night two. I can actually get behind that match. Just because it's like. Get right behind it, Kev. That's all right. 
former guest of the show, Austin Theory. No, he's never done the show, Kevin. <laughs> Matt, are you like, can you say with all certitude, a hundred percent positive that Austin Theory was never uh one of like the multi show things that we did? Hundred percent. Why we were like we didn't have him on the promote an evolve show. Nope. We were at an evolve show that he wrestled on where we took our picture with Darby Allen and Priscilla Kelly. Maybe that's it. But he never did the show. Why? I don't know why. I'm pretty, I'm, so- I'm pretty sure I can tell you almost everybody that's ever done this show. It would take a while. Yeah. But I yeah, know right. yeah. on the show. You got to trust me here, Kev. I don't know why. I feel like. Ah, man. All right. Yeah, you win. I mean, not that you win. You're right. Uh, All right. Yeah. Look, Dan Dan Ross is here, the doctor. He says night one's loaded of WrestleMania. No, I believe he said night one. Uh, you know, he who know he could be watching on his phone, he could be watching and driving, which I don't advise, but yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, don't um, do that. I understood what he was saying. Of course. I just wanted to bust some chops because I do like Danny, the professor. I, I do no, no, not He's the professor. The doctor. He's the, the doctor. doctor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um Oh, here, Brendan Bergen. He wants a Pat McAfee figure. Kevin, you know what figure I want? I want my fucking Sting figure that I pre-ordered that fucking Walmart canceled on me. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough, man. Which one did you get? I didn't get any of them, Kevin. No, that's, a, that's a good point. Because they fucking canceled it on me. Yeah, Walmart, if you pre-order from Walmart or Target, there's a good chance you're never going to see those. Motherfuckers. I and ordered I to... that shit in June of last year, June, and I got the emails. It's being pushed back. It's being pushed back. Not only did they cancel mine, but they canceled Aunt Money's, too. I don't want to pay. F- and There's no fucking shot of finding these things in these shitty Walmarts around here in this fucking podunk town of New Jersey. I've seen people find them in the wild a lot. I've seen people finding Brody Chases in the wild. Uh, I'm fucking pissed now. Yeah. I want to pay yeah. fucking $50 for a sting. No, no, no. You don't have to. You'll find it. I was at a. I went to Target on Saturday, and I almost pulled the trigger on the um, because I know for a fact he's been on the show, a Legends Hurricane figure, uh, w, a Mattel Hurricane, but I didn't because I, I always try to see if I because it's you know who has really good prices when she wants to sell stuff, uh, and she always seems to find cool stuff is Kathy Hummer. The Berg, the Bergman said, "That's the, that's the one I got two of last week." I know Bergman. That's why I fucking brought it up, buddy. What Bergman's trying to upsell you fifty bucks for? No, he got two in the wild last week, and I was like, "Good for you." And so why don't he? Why doesn't he sell you one? You know what? It has, I don't know if he opened it. I don't know if he gave it to his kid. I don't know what he was doing with it. Oh, so he might have one open and one minute in box. <sighs> yeah, very a fucking. Was yeah, so but I almost pulled the trigger on that on that hurricane, but I didn't. Probably should have. There were like six of them. Yeah, there's a ton of them. That Bob Orton. Jake. Yeah, Bob Bob Orton, Jake, and I. But I wasn't sure about which Jake was the chase. Because doesn't he have a chase? Yeah, I think so. I made the. I did the rounds last. I think last Monday I did the rounds. I hit a couple WalMarts and a couple Targets. Uh, I didn't see anything that I needed or wanted. I'm out of room, so I'm not buying anything unless it's a chase figure right now. Yeah. No, I would. I, I almost. Pull, I almost also almost got the other the newer Ortiz the unmatched Ortiz because that was the only oh, yeah. AEW figure there, but I got to you got to really got to control yourself sometimes. Like I got an Ortiz. Ortiz is my dog. Here he is right here. Talk about taking a nap on him. 
Um, but uh, I, I can't. I just I have to control it. Control it. You're yeah, a maniac. Yeah. I hear you. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying. I I feel good. I went through some of my subscriptions this week and I canceled a couple of things that I just wasn't using. Like I had a high spots network subscription. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the last time I watched anything on high spots. I tried the pro wrestling Noah vehicle. Um, I just don't have the fucking time. There's yeah. not enough time for me. Yeah, it's rough. There's a lot of stuff going on out there, but now everything is, everything is streaming. Everything's available on an app that you just, right. Just... But like you got to pay for it. Of course. Which I don't have a problem with, but if I'm not ever fucking using it, I'm like, I'm can- I canceled my pro wrestling crate just because I don't need more fucking T-shirts. Yep. No, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Save a couple extra shekels here or there, you know? You got to. Got to save the shekels. Got to save the shekels. Sorry, I had to adjust the lighting over here. Yeah, you got uh, kind of like uh, uh, the end of... Uh, Halloween Havoc 1998 there with the power going in and out. Uh, we're good tonight. <laughs> there you go. I'm looking around. I don't know if I got anything new this week, Kevin. Weekly, I, know, I did get it? my uh, I, I got my notification that my one of 3,000 Jerichos has shipped. The Pro Wrestling Tees vehicle. The Shop AEW exclusive, yes. That's just basically the same. Uh, did, you, did, you, did you have to wait in a waiting list for that? Like a queue I for did, that? I did wait in the queue, yes. You. Why was that Target? Target? Walmart. I was there with the wife. She was buying something. Ammo? <sighs> no, ammo's really expensive now. Um, it is. I don't know what she was buying. She was buying something. I don't know. She's talking about past guests, Kevin. Past guest of the show, Roxy. Oh, yeah. She's one of the latest signees at the WWE Performance Center. Yep. How you like me now? I like it a lot. And so is um, Monster Factory uh, standout, the notorious Mimi, who I don't think we've ever had the pleasure of meeting, but I she's a lot of mutual friends, so she is there now as well. So shout out to her. I like that. So uh, I'm going to change courses here, Kev. Let me ask okay, you. Okay, let's do it. Let's, let's get on a new course. So uh, obviously we had the, the very emotional show last week with the Scott Hall information and all that news. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, uh, I'm going to watch this fucking Razor Ramon Coliseum home video on the Peacock. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm following Kevin. Or, oh, I, I, underst- I understand. I right. I, I like get it. it. I get, I get it. Get, get what? <laughs> Sometimes I have to remind myself. Oh boy. That this oh. video was put out in like 1994. Right? right. So it's not like one of these cool Blu-ray DVDs where they have like these like first time ever Scott Hall versus Kurt Henning from AWA. No, it's uh it's a couple matches from Raw, WrestleMania Ooh. 10 match. Can I guess who some of the matches are against? Sure. Is the is the Vic Martel match that we discussed on there? Yep. Uh, obviously, the Shawn Michaels ladder match. I, I want to guess the ones where you're kind of just like flustered by. Um, I feel like it's got to be Babyface Razor. It so, was all. Ba- it was all Babyface Razor. All Babyface Razor. So is there? Can I get a? All right, well, I, so is his match with Diesel at '94 on there with Walter Payton in his corner? 
Uh, no. Is, is there a doink? Give me a doink. There is no doink. There's no doink. Is there a no. Bam Bam Bigelow? There is a... It, there is a Bam Bam Bigelow. There is a Bam Bam Bigelow. Is the first, there first match of the show? Is there a? Ooh, this is ninety four. So one, two, three kids not a bad guy yet. Is there a Jeff Jarrett? There's not a Jeff Jarrett. Is there an IRS? There is the IRS match from SummerSlam, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Yes. Is there a? Is there a Abe Knuckleball Schwartz? Correct. Is there a T Donk? Oh, what's going on here? God, are you going to give me a freaking seizure? <laughs> Wolf, you hit it. Yeah. Is there a Nikolai Volkov, Matt? No. Yes. No Nikolai Volkov. Oh, it's got to be a Papa Shango. There's a Papa Shango on that bad. No. Uh, there was a Jeff. Did you say a Jeff Jarrett? I did say Jeff Jarrett. There was a Jeff Jarrett match on there. Is there a Repo Man? No. You're missing two matches. All right. Is there a... This is released in 1994. Is there a... One is a past guest of the show. Okay, so it's not Crush. Um, You're very close. Uh, Barry Horowitz? No, not Barry Horowitz. Uh, um, I don't know. You got to get a banger on Saturday. Uh... Is there a uh, one's a past guest of the show? Is there? Oh wait, you said crush. I'm sorry, you're right. Crush for the win. Yeah, that's it. I got them all. No, you're missing one more. Oh, you're missing uh... two. A past guest and uh, another dude. Is there um King Mabel? No, close though. Very big man. Is there King Kong Bundy? No, but you're very close. Is there in the ballpark? Big man, biggest man. Yokozuna. There you go. And now you're missing past guest of the show. Uh, no Rikishi. Recent. In the pandemic era of the Wizards. In 1994. Um, Ooh, like, He's I know. Heel, Do you? Oh, well, I have no it... idea what the question is, but I could guess. No, it's it's a heel, so it's got to be managed by Oh, Jim it's Cornette. a heel? No, he's it wasn't. A a Jim, it's not Jim Cornette. God damn it. He was just a heel. I was just saying he's a heel. Oh, okay, heel. okay. Um, it's not Marty. It's not Sean. It's not Diesel. It's not. Oh, you got, bam, got Bam Bam. Got uh, Owen? No. He was not a past guest of the show. <laughs> although although he did like to drop in every now and then. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking boo. Welcome to the show. PCO? No. Um, PC. Oh, no. In the pandemic era, uh, Adam Bomb? Brian yes, Clark? Adam Bomb. Yeah, baby. Okay, so I was like super disappointed with this tape because it was like all these fucking like matches that you've already seen. Right. I thought they tend- they did that a lot. I know. I forget it's 1993. Tony, I'm glad you joined us, though, because this segues into my next topic of Coliseum Home videos I was watching on the Peacock. Wait, did you see you how they restructured it? the Peacock, by the way? Did you notice that? No. What they put they put the cock first? No, they just they they did like a new like toolbar on the top to like search like better search functions. You can go WWF like all at the top, WWF, WCW, ECW, oh, Raw, really? this and that. Yeah. Is that on uh is that on your laptop? That yeah, it's the only way I watch it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I stream everything from my phone. 
Uh, uh, you, you Tony, first of all, the phone into the TV. Yeah, I have the Google, the Google, the Google gimmick. So I just hit the gotcha. little thing. Tony, how are you? Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey guys, great to be here. I'm doing okay. Everything's you hear us fine. Talking all that shit at the beginning of the show. Nah, not really. I was right, uh, cool. making back, my way home to it. <laughs> all right, good. Oh, you didn't listen on the rant. You mean rantdmradio.com? <laughs> Fuck, I got an echo. Son of a you bitch. Fucking phony. Didn't listen on the rant. On the way home, he could have easily connected it to his fancy car with his fancy Bluetooth and listened on the rant. He doesn't care enough to even listen on the rant. Somebody on the show won't listen on the rant. Yeah. Oh, man. That's I almost a, lost my pen. That was almost dangerous. That's disgraceful. All right. Well, Tony's here. Tony's doing great. He's having a good time. He's got an echo. He's tired. He was in a meeting, a very important meeting. All oh, day. of the highest priority. No, I have to go. He wouldn't give me anyone's number. I don't have anything but information over here. All right. So Khan's <laughs> joining us soon. That's right. Khan. Well, I want Khan. All right. I got to drop. I'll be back. This is annoying. This is annoying. Right. Matt, this is part of the cover up. This, this is part of the. the is it because I mentioned Khan? That's right. He's out because we have a get now. But now I have an echo. Oh, I don't know, man. Let me see. Do I don't hear an echo. Maybe the echo's on you. People in the in chat on uh, Streamyard or on YouTube or anywhere, can you hear? All right. No, is there no. an echo? Is there an echo? There definitely is. I I didn't hear it until Tony showed up. I don't. There. I don't have. Nope. Smoked a huge joint. Oh. <laughs> Nope, smoked the oh, look at that. Dangerous Dan Rusinelli. Oh, Tony hates guests. Confirm. David Bauer, does Kevin have an echo? Help me out, David. As we wait for David. I'm sure there's a delay. It takes a minute. So. Oh, of course. Right, let's see. Is he annoyed? For Kevin. Is that better? T-Donk's back. Hey. All right. Kevin has an echo. I have an echo. Now I have to drop out. Oh, boy. Wait, and Tony, it's gone. Yeah, I think it's gone. It's gone. It's yep. gone. Yeah. There we go. No yep. echo. We no live, echo. pal. We're live on the rant, rantdmradio.com. I already did all that bullshit. Oh, you asked me if I was listening. I said, uh, yeah, on the rant, and you got all mad at no, me. No, 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 I go down this peacock rabbit hole. I'm finding. So I pull up this Coliseum home video presents inside the steel cage. Oh, baby. And we're not talking about like we're talking about the fence in your backyard steel cage matches. It's Gorilla Monsoon and Luscious Johnny Valiant. That's on the network? Yo, That's yeah. Cr- That's crazy. Right? It's got Stud Andre the Giant from 1983. Whoa. It's got Andre Kamala from October 1984, Maple Leaves Garden. I remember that. That's when that's when he slammed Kamala, wasn't it? I'm sure you slammed Kamala. No, there was like there's like opening footage yeah. from like the Coliseum videos inside where where Andre's slamming Kamala, and I'm pretty sure that's where that Matt, that's where that he came. He hits from. him with a headbutt and then he slams him. Matt, um, I'm gonna have to watch this after the show. It was, dude, it was an awesome watch. Uh, Fuck it, let's, Morocco, let's watch it now. Pop Morocco Snuka for the IC title from the Garden. Uh, I think it's got, at that show. It's yep. got um, this was on a WWF DVD extra. Bruno Tito for Savage and Adonis in a That's cage. That's an amazing cage match. From 86. Uh, it's got uh, Valentine Tito again from 85 in a cage. It's got... Uh, Another great match. They go way back 
to Bruno Georgie Animal Steel WWF Championship match. That's oh, crazy. Uh, we go to 79 for Bob Backlund, Pat Patterson in a cage. And then they finish it with uh, Hogan Bundy from WrestleMania 2. But the tape is it's fucking awesome. It's an awesome watch. Yeah, there it is right there. Best uh, steel cage. WWE's inside the steel cage. Yeah, Morocco. Yeah, it's, Tito a real, it's a real great watch. So I highly recommend it. Some of those Coliseum home videos, like some of them are really good and some of them are really bad. Yeah, I was really disappointed in that Razor Ramon one. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, yo. Like, like, who, like, there, I, I don't remember there ever being a Brutus the Barber Beefcake uh, Coliseum home video. And this was like right, like, what did, by 1998, Brutus, Brutus the Barber Beefcake had a home video? I get. I don't know, right? Like, like where by 1988, when he was like, like he was still like, I think he was still like, not the barber. Like when was the barber? When he became a babyface and uh, helped Piper WrestleMania with Adonis. WrestleMania, WrestleMania three. WrestleMania right? three. Yep. So what year was that? Eighty-seven. Yeah. All right. So he's like one year, and he's got a a Coliseum home video. I mean, I feel like that's like having like a best of Cowboy Bob Orton video. Well, I'm oh, assuming man. that I'm I'm assuming that tape also had some like you know early Brutus Beefcake on it. No, or was it strictly the bar? So it's got uh it's got um Beefcake Valentine. Sorry, Beefcake Johnny Valiant from TNT 1984, like his first appearance in the WWF. Right. Him versus Hogan 1985, of course. Uh, highlights of the Dream Team British Bulldog rivalry. Uh, then they transform. They they show highlights of him becoming the barber. Uh, them him against Johnny V on primetime, nineteen eighty seven. Him against uh, Valentine from Superstars eighty seven. Him against the uh, Honky Tonk Man Wrestling Challenge eighty seven. Him against Danny Davis Wrestling Challenge eighty seven. Him against DiBiase from the Boston Garden, eighty seven. Uh, he visits uh, stylist Sal Fedora. <laughs> of course. Uh, 1987, him against Dino Bravo from Wrestling Challenge 87. Uh, he has an interview with uh, Craig DeGeorge. Oof. What the fuck is this? Brutus Beefcake and the Rougeau brothers against Iron Mike Shark, Jimmy Jack Funk, and Johnny K9. Holy Superstars, fuck. 1987. So, Matt, I'm going to run down the list of the Coliseum home videos that are just profile pieces. Okay. And you, and you tell me which one doesn't belong. Okay. All right. So Roddy Piper, uh-huh. Roddy Piper's greatest hits, Brett the Hitman Hart, uh-huh. Diesel, uh-huh. Hack, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, All right. Undertaker, uh-huh. Shawn Michaels. Please tell me there's a Coco Beware. No, Demoli- no I mean, D- Demolition, Razor Ramon, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Captain Lou Albano, the British Bulldog. Another Undertaker, Jake the Snake, mm-hmm. Ricky Steamboat, another Brett, Georgie Animal, Big Boss Man, Ken Patera, Andre. Ken Patera. Nothing wrong with Ken Patera except he no sold us. See, I think I would have the I would not watch a Coliseum home video of George the Animal Steel. I'm like, let's see what's on that. I wanna fight. If they're showing older stuff, maybe. But like all like the mind stuff, it's kind of like you know you've seen them one, seen them all. But it's he had like, some good shit with Savage. 
looks like the I can't it doesn't give you like a list of the matches, but it, on the on like the background, like the cover photo for lack of a better term, it looks like it's him versus Harley Race. I'm pulling um, it up right now for you. Bleach, bleach bond, bleach blonde Harley Race. Like the All right, so they have like him against Bruno from July 1970. So that's like Savage George. Not yeah, ma- they, Macho Man Savage, right? Like Savage. Him against Gorilla Monsoon, uh, August nineteen seventy three from MSG. Oh, the Hard uh, Foundation too. By the way, was in there. I don't know if I yeah. said that. Uh, him against Macho Man from Saturday Night's Main Event eighty six. Uh, a bunch of skits with Captain Lou, uh, with the psychiatrist, oh, Doctor Cynthia Cumtwat. What? Yep, surreal. Oh, Kevin, you know, come on, you know this video. Come quat? No, come twat. Come toy? Is it French? No. It's well, seven. it's funny you mentioned that Kevin, because see this. You know how they used to do the vignettes on Saturday where they'd have like the WWF background and be like Ken Resnick or Gene Okerlund would you know people would come in and they'd interview him. Of course. So they used to do uh they used to do a skit for the broadcast in Montreal. It was hosted by Pat Patterson, and his whole gimmick was. He would talk shit about who he was going to interview in French before they came out. And then he was nice to them. So there was this whole thing where like George Animal Steel was becoming less of a monster and more of like a man. That's right. So the whole thing was he was seeing his sex therapist, Cynthia Cumtwat, and she was helping him get over his urges for Elizabeth so he wouldn't chase after her. I'm a hundred. I I do remember this. Is that when he had the electric thing on his head? No, but it was around that time. Good pull, but it was around that time. Yeah. Don't worry. That's that's on the tape too. Yo, you know what? Like, I didn't like. I, I never knew that some of these existed. Yo, I'm about, I'm about to go watch Grand Slams from 1986. How about th- how about this? Oh shit! Georgie Animal Steel and Junkyard Dog against Demolition from 1987. I wonder if that's Darso or uh, or Randy. It's got to be Darso. Randy, I think was a Randy. Randy was a Demolition uh, member for like two weeks. Yeah, that could be it. Uh, this says it's Axe and Smash. Well, he was Smash. Well, he was Smash. The Moondog was the original Smash. Yes. I think his do name was know- Randy Cully. Do you know why they got rid of Randy Cully and they brought in Barry Darso? Didn't he, like, get in trouble? No. Yeah, they knew it was him. Everybody recognized him as one of the Moondogs. <laughs> so they said, can't go with this guy anymore. Really? Yeah, so they brought in the, the Russian sympathizer. But his hair looked so different. He looked. I would have never guessed it was him. Apparently I, it was apparently it was a big problem. A lot of people. Knew I who it rented was. this video. I would have fucking been so annoyed. Can you guys, off the top of your heads, remember how many of these you actually rented? Like, do you remember, like, just like the the box art for some of these? I I know I I rented whatever was at my video store. Like they yeah. only they never got like like the, I must have seen like Best of WWF Volume Eight like. Hundred times, like, <laughs> like the one that sticks out the most to me, the two, and I think Tony, you have one of these. That's what he probably got up to go do is grab it. it oh, I didn't. I'm. I don't even see him yeah, on the screen. Oh. The thing is the wrestling bloopers, bleeps, and body slams, which I think he does have, which has Captain Lou and so, one of Owens on it. So Tony, you have the wrestling bloopers, bleeps, and body slams, right? Yeah, I also have All Star Wrestling featuring Rowdy Roddy Piper. Let me see. Nice. Let me see that again. I, I remember that. Um, There's a few more that I have in storage, but these are the ones I have on the bookshelf. This one I forget where I got this from, but Hulkamania Volume Six. Okay, that's a nice one. I forgot that Jamie gave me some for my birthday. I have the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat one. Nice. 
This one doesn't really have a listing of matches, but it's showing Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter, and there's also a picture of him knocking General Adnan's head into Slaughter. So that might be the three on two on here with the Warrior. Um, I have the uh, the history of the WWF Championship, dude. You can get an afternoon with Hulk Hogan and his buddies shot exclusively for Coliseum. I remember when we used to go to like we had our family reunion at Del Barton because my uncle was the headmaster. And Tony, that that video that you held up before the Hulkamania one was in a room. Was there? It was in like a room that we just couldn't get into. Like I couldn't find out how to open a door to to go get the the Hulkamania VHS, and it was it was just there. And I, I just found that so weird. Um, here's, have, uh, this is the immortal Hulk Hogan, the four time champion, steps in against Typhoon, Mister Perfect, and the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Yo, that's oh. got to be like 93 Hogan. Special tag match. Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper against Sid Justice and Ric Flair. We have a Super Clash 1985 round one. That's Ooh. the Road Warriors versus the Fabulous Freebirds for the AWA World Tag Titles. Little Tokyo versus Little Mr. T for the Midgets World Championship. That's right. And was it, Crusher was it Blackwell, little... Ugandan Giant, $10,000 body slam match. Wasn't little Mr. T the guy that used to be a little Haiti and after they shaved his head he just ran with the with the gimmick? Or yes, is that, or I was that somebody so. completely... the Haiti kid? Here, the Undertaker <laughs> from um... the depths of darkness rises the fa- <laughs> the face of fear. The Undertaker. <laughs> Matches hope... here, Yokozuna, Kamala, Crush, Adam Bomb, and Bam Bam Bigelow. So there you um, go. There's the beef. There's the and beef. One, and one for Matt. Uh, the Brett the Hitman Heart Collection. Nice. Uh, here, battle Shawn Michaels in a steel cage, plus spectacular matches with IRS, Bam Bam Bigelow, Yokozuna, and Fatu. Ah, Fatu. Nice. And this one's the coup de gras right here, by the way. Original Ooh. Coliseum WrestleMania release. Dude, that's awesome. I had the hi- I think I told this before. I had the highlights of WrestleMania video. Me and Matt talked about it, I think. Uh, Recently, mint condition, and my favorite because my boy Tito's on the cover, and I got an echo again. Yeah, me too. Me too. Fuck, enter a continental belt. What did you do? How did you break your thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't get annoyed. It's okay. Look, Ryan Sullivan says you should digitize them. Those VHS tapes will die. I don't know why this cover always looks like shit. It's like all like melty. It's the way I bought it. Sunday time. I'm gonna bring our guest in. Okay. I don't see him. I'm talking about. Let's see if he has any re- memories. Oh, there he is. Con, how are you? Good. How are y'all? Good. We're talking Coliseum home videos. Okay. Is that uh, is that uh, is that a outside of your wheelhouse, or do you have any memories of them? I have actually never heard that before in my life. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, we're really showing our age then. <laughs> I mean, I know of like not Blockbuster. There used to be like the random video store down the block from where I lived, like a uh, Galaxy something. I don't know. Did it, have the, did it have the room in the, with the beads in the back for all the? Uh, there was the a place, yeah, there was a place like that. That's right. Yep. Every video store had the beads with the room where you weren't allowed to go into. The beads were the off. classier one. The, uh, the 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 filthier ones used to have the swinging cowboy doors. You could just walk in. This is what we're talking about. Uh, in the days before, like pay-per-views were available for streaming, uh, after you saw the pay-per-view, if you weren't 
fancy enough to tape it, you went to the video store, you ordered them online, you got one of these. See, Coliseum, Coliseum Video is actually the company that did a lot of all the WWE stuff for a really long time. Okay. And uh, this beauty right here is the original WrestleMania. Ah. That's dope. I think I'll pity the fool who's going to wrestle me at WrestleMania. <laughs> all right, Tony. You like my Mr. T impression? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna be the name of the episode. That was dope. Yeah, I remember like definitely uh, renting those DVDs, like or maybe it was VHS back in like '98, '97 when I first got into wrestling, and I just would go to the video store, find the little section, and be like, "Oh, let's get No Way Out. That looks cool." And it's like fucking old school Kane and The Rock, Austin, some classics. Nice. How long did it take you to get to the point where you'd rented all the videos and you were just like, dude, you got to get some new videos in here? Because I maybe two months. Yeah. Like I would, I'd go there every Friday with my mom and then I'll just get the same ones. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is, but I'm obsessed. Yeah, I would. You were just saying the same. I'd, they had like there was such a small section of wrestling VHS tapes and you just blow through them in like a couple months. Exactly. Very disappointing. <laughs> but we're, jo- we're joined by. Uh, Khan, former Ring of Honor six-man tag champion. If you are watching uh, AEW Dark, Dark Elevation, he's been heavily featured. Christopher Dan, uh, excuse me, Frankie Kazarian, um, Andrade, Adam Cole. He's been in there with the best. Uh, my, my first introduction to you was Free Enterprise. Uh, I was lucky enough to be there for that. So Soldiers of Savagery, you and Moses, you were kind of there for the pre-show. Um, and then later you come out with Shane Taylor, and man, you guys just instantly made an impact to see your journey to where you you my introduction to you and where you are now has been incredible the ride for you i mean you've been the highest of highs and then like the lowest look the pandemic like yeah that's true just when just when it seemed like like ring of honor was going to turn over a new leaf things are just setting up that wrestlemania weekend was going to be sick marty and nick aldis the stuff shane taylor had his title shot now he had the soldiers of savagery with him and then the pandemic happened like how did you deal with with all that because it seems like it's it's a lot for it was a lot for any of us to handle but for you like you you're making your bread and your butter by going out there wrestling in front of a live audience and that was instantly taken away from you that's Wow, that gave me like chills because I remember that day. Uh, like you're kind of hearing rumblings about COVID, and I remember Moses was at the airport and he's like, "Okay, I'm getting on the plane." And I'm like, "I don't think I'm going. Like my flight's later tonight to Vegas. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make this flight." And then he got taken back off the plane, canceled the show, canceled all of our flights. The people that flew out there, I think, did dark like matches, no crowd. Other people just went home and we were like, "We don't even know what's happening, but we're about to be locked down for like the next two months. That's crazy as shit." like you never would think that you were going to experience that in your life and you're just like okay people are buying up all this stuff at the grocery store now my job fortunately my real job like i get to work remotely from home so that wasn't really affected uh but just like resting just everything stopped no more training no nothing and you just couldn't leave the house and i mean i got a dog so that happened I blew through so many TV shows and like playing video games I went jogging because the gyms were closed buying gym equipment and just try to like stay positive. Fortunately, Ring of Honor paid us in the pandemic too, which was amazing because that's some people's livelihood. And I couldn't imagine like losing my job, restaurants closing, just how the pandemic hit so many people in the world. Very fortunate with how my jobs handled everything. Uh, I was definitely a lucky one. 
Absolutely. And, and Ring of Honor really stepped up and they took care of you guys. How important was it for you when you finally got to go back to work, even though there was no crowd there? Um, you guys are getting to Baltimore and obviously you're taping a bunch of TV, which, you know, I said it when it happened. When Ring of Honor came back, I thought it was whatever they did. It was the best hour of TV uh, up until you got they they crushed it and we took we took trips down to baltimore for the for the best in the world and we were there for final battle and we'll get into that but the atmosphere as a fan was amazing how did you guys feel it backstage just between the talent and the management and knowing that they were going to go forward and make sure you guys you know still got to go out there and apply your trade uh i think a lot of us were actually pretty excited like the fact that we still got to perform, even though there was no crowd, it was a whole new challenge to perform to the camera. You're still performing to the live audience at home watching the show. Uh, and I know for Moses and I, to me, that wasn't really anything different. We were in the dojo all through right before the pandemic, basically having these matches with the other people there at the dojo in front of your two coaches and everyone else that just trains with you and watches the same wrestling that you do every day. So you get used to like all this emotion, selling, screaming at the the four walls behind you with like no crowd just imagining what it could be so like for me and Moses, i feel like it's a super easy transition to go to this this format which is you know pre-recorded but no crowd uh if people want to do things over they could but like we treated it like it was a live show and like that was a huge opportunity for us because our first match back was a six man was ec3 in the briscoe so i was like okay we're here this is the time to step up they're believing in us the pandemic has happened but this is the opportunity now and like we gotta knock it out the park so I was already chomping at the bit to just actually get to be in there with some of the people on the roster that like these are legends in the game. Uh, yeah, I took it as motivation. You mentioned an interesting word in in transition uh, just now. What's the transition now from Ring of Honor to now being regularly featured on AEW? What was that transition like for you to go from working for one place now to being used for uh, AEW? Uh. It was interesting. So I moved to Texas just about a year ago. Um, pandemic kind of, again, killed promotions out east, and I felt like I wasn't really growing anymore. Um, the dojo kind of was like still going, but I was just getting kind of tired of the place. So moved to Texas, and that whole transition for me was, all right, this is a time for me to break out as a singles performer. I've been in a tag team my entire career. This is the time to grow, learn, see how it is on the independence, gain this experience, and like, become one of the greats that I truly am working my ass off to be. And going from ROH, fortunately to AEW, like a lot of people backstage I've known that are at ROH are the same with the talent that transitioned over there. Uh, so they've kind of welcomed me in like open arms, which is very strange because it was the first time I was by myself. There was no person to tag out with. There was no Shane, there was no Moses O'Shea. I was like, okay, let's just like get comfortable with the people in the back. They, they know who I am, they respect my work and how I look and, uh, I think they were excited to see what I could do. Um, so it was a little like nerve wracking, but once some people like I recognized said hello to everybody, uh, felt pretty comfortable. You uh, look like you've never eaten a carb in your life. <laughs> How does one, you look at the three of us. I mean, I'm a sl- sack of shit. How, uh, what's the secret, man? Because you are, <laughs> you, you look like a million bucks. Uh, if anyone saw your stuff from this past weekend at, uh, uh, Pele Pro Wrestling, man. You can cut a promo. You can work the mic. Like, you're a fucking superstar. But how do you eat? Like, man, I, I don't know. You got, 
I love a, bread, man. Bread, cheese. Give it to me. Give the fat boy what he wants. Yo, cheese is amazing. Uh, I literally just had a pizza and like 10 homemade cookies yesterday. But I also like intermittent fast. I've been doing that for five years. I train like a madman. Dwayne, jo- Dwayne Johnson, The Rock is like one of my idols. I'm like, I watch that dude. That's a superhero to me. Um, but I also know that in this business, like the times have changed. People's the bodies have changed as you see in the business, but I grew up in time when it was Triple H, Benoit, Eddie, Angle. These are the guys that I'm trying to emulate, and I saw how they look. I'm trying to look like a superstar if they were superstars. So I just grind every day in the gym, honestly. I'm only there for like an hour, hour and a half, but like I'm very regimented with my diet. And then I have days where I'll go to Zaxby's and Popeyes at the same time and just like order a bunch of food. All right. What about what's that? I've been the I've been the Texas, that water burger. It ain't so great. It really isn't. It's like okay. I've had it a couple of times. I'm like, eh, it's, it's all right, but it's not that fantastic. Yeah, it's fucking it's fucking fast food. That's all it is. These people love it. I'm like, this is not that great. It's not. It's yes, not. you can buy a gun with your cheeseburger, but mm. not that uh, great. It's not. Let's hit a fan question real quick. Uh when did Khan realize uh Shane Taylor promotions? This is from Ryan Sullivan, by the way. When did uh uh Khan realize uh, STP was as over as it is was. Oh, okay, over. Uh, as popular, I guess, for everyone else listening. I think maybe it was the best in the world. The first live show that we had back where fans were in attendance. And like you could just hear like naturally organic people chanting STP. Like the moment that we come out with the music hits and they just like, you keep hearing them get louder and louder and just cheering for us. And then the three live shows that we did have Glory by an honor, uh, final battle, like constantly we created this organic fan base with just the work that we're doing through the pandemic, having these amazing matches, put six man championships on the map. Like these people just behold it, like they invested in us. Um, so I think it was that first show back, definitely, like where you could just hear it. And that's finally when I got to a place in my career where I could tune in, like actually hear the crowd instead of just thinking about what's happening in the ring. Um, yeah, definitely that first one back. That was a, that was a, a moment for sure. Yeah, it was a great one. You guys in Violence Unlimited was a was a hell of a battle. Um, final battle, obviously, it's the end of an era. Um, walk us through that. Like, we've talked to Vincent, we've talked to Taven, we've had a, a couple of the Ring of Honor guys on. Like, you, how is I, I can't even put into words like the reaction. Like, uh-huh. one day you just find out, like, hey, you're you don't have a fucking job I'm, i hate to say it like yeah that's what it that's was kind of what happened right it was kind of like yeah. hey uh it felt like close. it felt like a funeral honestly it was wild the fact that we had this zoom call and then like they break everything down to us and then people again people lost their livelihoods again they're crying they're, they're acting like this thing is going under but they're like oh we'll be back but then why are we bawling our eyes out like this is it if it's if it's coming back, then why are we acting like this is the end of it? And we just all ended. This is how RH is ending right now with a Zoom phone right. call, the end of the fucking promotion. This is ridiculous. And then, oh yeah, guys, got come back for tapings in two weeks, and then come back for final battle too. <laughs> like, okay, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it remain optimistic. My contract was coming up in March anyway, and I was like, all right, well, Moses and I had a plan. Like, if they want to resign us. I kind of want to get these tag team championships before we go. Uh, if the Briscoes have them, like have that real feud with the Briscoes, these living legends that we'd never really got to wrestle at all. Uh, and then they're just like, nope, 
all y'all fired. Whatever, like shit happens. Uh, again, I'm in a very fortunate situation, which is like how like, I went to grad school first. I made sure I got a shoot job that I made sure I was very strategic and smart before I got into professional wrestling. So if that was like the end of it, then I'd be happy that I even got to do it. Um, I didn't even know what Ring of Honor was five years ago, honestly. So to come into this company and then learn about the history of this place and be able to work there and make history at the same time, I was like, okay, chapter's closed. I'm content with it, but bullshit, whatever. Life goes on. You mentioned making history. Did you guys realize, or, or did you realize the significance, the way that final battle match ended with Shane Taylor and Kenny King with all of you guys in the ring showing the solidarity um, and being there live, it was it was unbelievable. Now, I know the people that were watching on TV, it got cut off by the, the video, but the the reaction the next couple days like it was it was it was moving it was huge did, did yeah. you guys even understand like in the moment did you realize the impact that you were going to make just by that that simple action of all of the african-american wrestlers in ring of honor getting together in the ring did you realize the impact that would have going forward in the moment i had no idea i just remember all right the moment this match ends because i knew they were gonna be tight on time run your ass to the ring we're going to do this thing pose like it was to me it was like okay it's just like a swan song goodbye we were all here together we had basically everybody except the last two that were in the main event uh let's get this pose together and then just like scrolling through twitter i'm like oh shit, this is like actually a really huge deal and they're talking about diversity in professional wrestling ring of honor has done pretty well we have african-american champions this is a pretty diverse roster over here we have roosh before like we're doing pretty well so Seeing the people, uh, how they responded to that, see that we're like on t-shirts and cups and like, you guys have made my day and getting some like random DMs about like, you guys have really changed my life. The landscape of professional wrestling, that's so heartwarming. I had no idea that a simple gesture like that to me posing was gonna change people's lives. What was the conversation like after the moment happened between you and everyone else involved? Uh, I'm actually not really sure. I know we got to the back. Uh, I think Moses and I just went back to the locker room and just talking about stuff. I was honestly crying earlier that day. Like the moment we lost the six man belts, I was out there bawling my eyes out. Like this, this whole culmination of my career wrapped up in this moment. The dojo was done with for me. I, I was already in Texas. We lost the six man belts. Like I truly cared about these things and what we were doing. And like, that's it. I don't know where we're going after this, but like, that's it. I might not tag with these people ever again. I might not ever see these people again. All those emotions hit me. So, like, I think I was still reeling from that earlier in the day because we're on the fucking pre-show. So, <laughs> it's a lot yeah, of that was, that was that As a fan of you guys and of, of Vincent, and Con I was a little bummed to find mm -hmm. out that that was, that was on the pre-show. Yep. Have you been able to keep up with any of your former coworkers and the stuff that they're doing now? Like, I guess, specifically the Honor No More group and Impact Wrestling and, and what those guys have been up to? Uh, I've seen like Twitter clips. I haven't watched Impact. I've maybe watched like, some of the pay per views just because I like some of the people that work there. Um, it looks pretty cool, like what they're doing. I was surprised to see the ensemble of people that it was. Yeah, like, it's me too. Strange pairing, but I mean, hey, I don't know more if this is like an invasion angle. That's pretty dope. Like, I like that. Now, you you're, you mentioned like uh, you're kind of doing your own singles thing now, uh, and you've been working a lot in Texas. Um, I know you just did the Palais Pro and you wrestled Izzy James. And I know you got, you're actually coming to New Jersey uh, this weekend uh, to wrestle uh, Gabriel Sky at Pro Wrestling Magic. 
How has the change been for you going from, and I know you mentioned it earlier, tagging to singles? And what are you, what is your goal as a single superstar? Hmm. Uh, it's been a really cool and like humbling transition. You realize, uh, I remember when I wanted to get in tag wrestling in the first place, like, oh, this is a little bit easier to me. You get maybe get blown up, you get half the load with the bumps, and you can tag out and you have your partner there. You have someone there to bounce ideas back and forth with it where you're on the same page against the other opponents. Uh, and now wrestling by myself, I feel like every match I've had down here in the Indies is like an introduction, an audition to these indie fans to teach them who I am outside of STP. Like still within STP, but like who I am by myself as my own singular entity. Um, and it's been a lot of fucking work. Uh, taking these opportunities, drive, driving by myself. I have no one to drive with me anymore. Uh, wrestling, all types of people. But my goal, again, I'm trying to be one of the greats ever to do this. Uh, I've talked about it before. My father's from Cameroon. Uh, we're royalty back there. There's this traditional style wrestling called Wasua, where they used to do that like traditional fighting style to determine chiefs in the village. That's a real thing. Uh, and this is my way of adapting it to professional wrestling. And like there's already the head of the table. There's already the Roman Reigns, the chief, but I'm trying to be a fucking legend. Honestly, that is my goal here. I want to be one of the best. I wrestle the way that I want to wrestle. I'm going to hit you as hard as possible and I'm going to put on fucking performances. And like, that's, that's the goal. And that's the mentality I've been having this whole year so far. Like that's, that's what I want to do. You seem to have like, uh, j just based on this conversation and watching you wrestle uh, for Ring of Honor and, of course, on the darks and the elevations and everything, you seem to have, like, all the tools. Like, you seem to have, like, everything going for you. Um, <laughs> has there been has there been any bigger picture stuff that you've been focusing on, or is it just kind of what you what you said in terms of being – I mean, I guess there is no bigger picture than being a legend. But uh, is, <laughs> is, there, is there any big picture stuff that you have in mind? Oh, um, I definitely want to, like – well, I've signed – a couple of documents so far this year. Uh, again, like being one of the mainstays in professional wrestling, and then outside of that, dipping into like the entertainment world, like I feel like a lot of people do. I've signed a partnership with Ladder Sports. They were founded by LeBron James, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, I'm trying to do big top level shit here. Uh, I'm trying to be a mainstay and a household name. So like in two years, you can be like, who's who's Khan? Like, who is this person? Like, oh, this is the guy that was wrestling in Texas, and now he's blown up on professional wrestling on national television every week. And now he's possibly a world champ somewhere. Like I'm trying to, I aim very high for myself. That's the mentality that I got. And th and then he comes back on the Shining Wizards podcast when he's a huge, <laughs> when he's a huge big super mega star. Hey, like, from Bully Ray, like you got to take every podcast. This is self promotion here. So yeah, over. See, I think, I, and I think, I think something that made STP so special is you each together. You worked as a unit, but individually, you each shown in the ring like man and i think that's why you guys were so so mm. much the crowd loved you guys so much as a unit you were amazing but individually like it was like i can't take my eyes off this because khan's gonna do something fucking nuts moses who is built like a tank is gonna fly through the air like a, a cruiserweight and then khan's gonna do some crazy superhuman incredible hulk shit and pick up three guys it's like and then shane taylor i mean it's shane taylor you can't take your eyes off you guys yeah I know Shane Taylor promotions is not something that is, is dead and gone. Have you guys talked about maybe down the road, Shane Taylor promotions still doing stuff um, with, with all the weirdness, it, crazy times in pro wrestling now, because ring of honor is back, but now Tony Khan is there, but you've worked for AEW. 
Um, has has there ever been a time in the wrestling business where the possibilities are, are literally endless? I mean, I hope so. We had the conversation right after the phone call happened. Uh, SCP is family, and like, if we're gonna all try to stay together, and we're gonna make that happen, maybe we have our own STP invasion somewhere. Like, those are all possibilities. All the cards are still on the table. I know Shane has talked about this is a, a waiting game where we're gonna sit back, kind of look at the chessboard here, and then make our move from there because everyone's getting pretty much picked up right now. So how we just like. Let the dust settle a little bit. It's still only been a little bit of time. We're still out here on the independence. And then whenever we can want to hit that go button, full throttle. Would you be against SOS against the pretty boy killers? Oh, not at all. <laughs> even if even though Shane is STP. Oh, not at all. Hey, that's I like, fucking that's want like it. I want it. That's like fighting with your brothers, your cousins. I used to fight with my sister. Like that's just fighting with family. And I've we've never met Keith Lee before, so I'm trying to stand up to that big dude. <laughs> now, uh, you've worked AEW, obviously, and they have not put you in there with any slouches. Um, Adam Cole, Andrade, uh, Kazarian. Yep. What's it been like there for you? And I read that Mark Henry is a big fan of yours. What's that interaction been like? Uh, so I met Mark a couple of years ago at Maryland Championship Wrestling. He came on to one of the MCW shows. Uh, he liked my work, and he's kind of kept tabs on most and I. So talking on the phone a bit, he's kind of like reviewed some of our matches that we did have with the Briscoes back in the day. And then when I showed up at AEW, he was just like, oh, not surprised that you're here. <laughs> um, it, it was awesome, man. It's, it was really cool to wrestle those dudes. Adam Cole, I was definitely a little nervous for it. I knew they were throwing me in the fire, but the way that I slap Andrade in the face, I had the same mentality facing Adam Cole. I had the same mentality facing Kazarian. Like, I don't care who y'all are, honestly. Like, I'm going to show these people that I'm here to belong. I look like a star. I'm going to stand up to you, and I'm going to make y'all work to beat me. Like, that's what it is. Um, if anything, they're going to be chanting my name, even in loss, when I walk out of here. Like, that was my goal. Um, but it was great. Everyone in the backstage, huge fan. I know uh, Christopher Daniels, Kazarian were a fan of me after the matches that I had. Adam was super appreciative. Like, definitely want to go back. I mean, I might have some things in the work. I was going to say, they're coming to Texas uh, a couple times in the next couple months. You think we're going to see uh, some con on some Rampage or Dark? I mean, I hope so. I know they have my number, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being down there in Texas, and I know you have a full, uh, I, I found a, a couple things uh, on April 2nd. You have a pretty full, is your WrestleMania weekend like jam-packed? Uh, I have a couple things. Um, some I can't talk about. Others small indie shows. I didn't want to wrestle too much, honestly. Like I said, it's cool. If you want to wrestle 10 matches in two days, all for you. I probably won't be able to walk after that with the way that I wrestle. Uh, I'm trying to just do like two or three things. And then I'm actually trying to like watch other shows. Like it's a rest weekend for me. I don't want to be out there killing myself, but I'll be around. Yeah, no, I know we got uh, we got hybrid mania. Uh, mm -hmm. We're in six man action. And then uh, the same day you're doing RCW mania against yeah. Weston Blake. I'm excited for that one. That's going to be fun. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. Like WrestleMania weekend is huge, but man, for from a fan's perspective, it's a fucking lot, dude. You want to try and see everything, and it's just not humanly possible. I can only imagine what it's like for you guys to to have to wrestle here and go there and go there. I think it's smart to kind of limit yeah. your schedule. I don't know even know how fans do that. If you want to watch all that wrestling all day and then watch Mania too, that's like 24 hours of wrestling. But depending on how long Mania is, and you're going to do that the next day too. I'm good. That's a lot. <laughs> it, it's it's fucking exotic. From, from, 
when they when they did WrestleMania, and we talked about this earlier, so if anyone's been listening, I apologize if you're hearing the same story, but they did Mania here uh, for 29, and it was definitely not on the scale. And even that was fucking exhausting for us. We were doing because it's nothing's ever like next door. You yeah. got to fucking drive 40 minutes. You got to get on a train. You got to take a bus. Fuck that. I'll just fucking stay home. <laughs> fuck, get a six pack. Stay home. I ain't, that's same. fuck that. <laughs> Spend my whole day around a bunch of stinky, smelly wrestling fans. Get out of here. <laughs> what? What? After Matt completely, uh, you know, sounds so sophisticated and uh, well, and, look, look, come on, that's a. We all yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So what, let me ask you this though, because I'm always curious, especially when people are, are down in, in in other parts of the country, how independent wrestling is in other places. What are like the big time players of independent wrestling in Texas? In Texas, uh, people like Bounty Keith, uh, Mysterious Two, Bear Brown. Who else? Shane's back down here at VIP. Uh, myself. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Can't believe you mentioned yourself seven. Man. <laughs> I try to, I try to <laughs> sometimes, all right. So, got a name. <laughs> I see these guys on the posters all the time, booked at these shows, and I'm just like, my goal when I got down here is like, all right, New Texas Pro is the first place I'm trying to go. They have dope graphics and promotion. I'm trying to fucking wrestle here, uh, and now it's been a goal to wrestle everywhere. And now I'm trying to start claiming championships. That's the next goal. Nice. Uh, so, because people talk about these pillars of Texas, and I'm like, mm, that doesn't sound great with these names, but if my name's up there. Then people are going to actually come down here and pay attention because they know who the hell I am. What? Explain the posters behind you. What are those, Chucky? Chucky. Oh, yeah, Child's Play. Uh, Child's Play? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Child's Play. Uh, one of my favorite horror movies of all time, Child's Play 2. What's Did the one? Know? I see two Chuckies. What's the one next to the one with the, with the, with the Brutus the Barber Beefcake Clippers? Oh, they're, all, they're all Child's Play. That's the first, that's the first one. Okay. Uh, okay. I got you. Yeah, when the babysitter gets thrown out the window and the mom comes <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Those old school horror movies are, I'm a fan. Do you like, so did you, so you and Vincent must have talked about all sorts of creepy, weird shit? Uh, just a little bit. Cause I remember when I met him, I was like, hey man, I got this child's play tattoo on my shin. I see you have a bunch of tattoos. Uh, so kind of talked about some stuff, but then at the same time, I like randoms. Like I'm a huge fan of the Saw franchise, the Candyman, like Leprechaun. I was a fan of like these random <laughs> horror movies. Let's t- can we can we talk about Leprechaun in the Hood? Yep, it is my favorite <laughs> Leprechaun movie. He same here. Man, he kills a man with a hair pick at the beginning <laughs> of the movie, and I was like, I'm in. I'm fucking in. <laughs> Leprechaun in space is okay, but Lep in the Hood up to do no good. I'm in. See, man, those, those are comedy movies at that point. The first one, I was like, all right, this is actually a cool little horror movie. Leprechaun, that's cool. But now it was just like satire. So. What is the worst horror movie you've seen? Shit. Uh, <laughs> seen I think it's hard because there's such a drop off from like good and then there's no like in between, right? This is my, it might not be horrible. I know people actually liked it. I didn't like The Witch. I thought that movie was so stupid. I watched that like, the, like accent. I could barely understand what these actors were saying. And then the goat was the devil at the end. I'm like, I just wasted $30 coming to this shit. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. What what is what's the most recent horror movie that you've seen that is like something you would tell people to watch? Oh, uh, hands down, Hereditary. 
I actually bought the book of the screenplay and I'm, re I'm rereading the screenplay. Like, I don't know why I'm just reading the screenplay and I'm reading like, uh, there's like special notes in there in the shot list. So I want to go back and watch that. That was probably one of the most stressful horror movies I've seen recently, even Midsommar. Like the whole perception of horror in the daytime. I saw that in the afternoon, people are committing suicide. And then like you go outside and like, I don't feel too good. Like that kind of fucked me up emotionally. <laughs> what'd you do tony don't do that <laughs> all right and, and tony speaking of tony tony um tony said that he actually he, he actually had a, a couple questions so tony what do you have a do you have a question for uh, tony's microphone is screwing up the audio so skip over tony for a minute oh Oof, okay. yeah that's rough yeah so i was here i listen to a lot of podcasts and i listen don't ask me why okay. i'm fast and it I've said it. I love. How do I say this without coming off like a psychopath? I'm interested in murder. Okay. Okay. So I listened to this podcast the other day, and it's not really murder. It's called Criminal. It's fascinating, and they're like half an hour long. But this lady talks to people that have had these weird experiences. So this dude tells a story how he went grocery shopping with his child, and when he came home, someone had gone in his house and cleaned his whole house. Okay. Hmm. So I was like, I listened to it on the ride home like this is weird. So then I come home and I open the door to my house and there is just paper everywhere. <laughs> okay. Everywhere. And I live with my mother-in-law. So I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, mommy. She comes out. She's like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> I got to go back outside for a minute because I don't know what the fuck is in this house. Interesting. It's interesting things and interesting stuff. So I've had an experience like this, actually, when I used to live in Baltimore in my townhouse. Uh, nice. It's like a bunch of horror action figures up on the shelf in the office. And I remember coming home one day and I walk into the office and some of my toys got moved around. That was terrifying because I'm like, all right, maybe someone came in here and like, I don't know, the landlord came in and moved stuff. But that was like, I'm very particular with how I place things and stuff got shifted like four or five inches to the side. I could just feel like chills immediately. And people come to that place and be like, your office is kind of weird. Like this is weird aura in there. I'm like, cool, I sleep alone. Terrifying <laughs> 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 in this house by myself. Okay, great. So you mentioned chills. When was the when was, what was like the biggest moment where you had chills in a wrestling ring? Oh yeah, on the spot, baby. Maybe honestly wrestling in Andrade, uh, walking out there, I could hear people rumbling. I kind of hear my name in the crowd and then his music hit and his pyro hit and the pop that he got. And I'm, I'm a fan of Andrade. So I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> you know, the ring shaking. And I was just like, this is a superstar right here. And this is happening in real life time. I'm watching this man come out with fire. He has a knife in his hand. He's handing it to the dude behind him and just like superstar walking to the ring and just so like deafening loud. That was a ridiculous experience. And something you don't often hear in, in about wrestling. He had a knife in his hand. And, <laughs> and then, what Relic was for him, but then he passed it to the back. And I just, cause I remember watching the match over and I'm like, what the hell is he doing? But, <laughs> yeah, that was. You, so you mentioned. Oh, I'm sorry, Con. You mentioned going to like Blockbuster or whatever, renting videos. Mm -hmm. uh, did you ever watch WCW and. Was there a significance for you to be wrestling at Universal? Uh never heard of WCW. I like 
my first introduction to, to WWF at the time was Degeneration X. And then right after that, I don't really remember too much, but then it was just like the Hardy Boys, that first ladder match, the Terry Invitational. And then I was just obsessed with like Jeff and Matt Hardy. And that was like my whole thing. Um, wrestling at Universal, though, I did hear, like learn about TNA Impact. I went to Universal with a friend of mine, like 13 years old. And Jimmy Hart was outside of the gate, like trying to usher people in for these tapings. And I was like, <laughs> my mom went to go talk to him. She's like, hey, there's wrestling happening here. But WWE's not here. What is this? We go in there and they, they were doing like TNA TV tapings. I'm like, Jeff Hardy, like this is the dude that I grew up watching, AJ Styles, and just we sat there for a couple hours, watched these TNA uh, tapings. And it was crazy to go back to do the dark tapings. I'm like, wow, I remember actually being here watching this stuff. It looks completely different. But again, just being like Jimmy Hart, I don't even know who this man is, but he's just trying to sell the fucking gate, get people in there. To, you know, in, <laughs> in 2022, the fact that TNA wrestling had Jimmy Hart barking <laughs> for people to come into it. That's like such a Jimmy Hart story. Like if you're like we're older, so like we we know Jimmy like Jimmy Hart's like been in our entire childhood childhood adulthood. The fact that Jimmy Hart is barking for TNA is a story that I'd never actually heard before. So that's pretty hey, impressive. Because me and my mom, and my friend, were in there for a couple hours watching this show. Like I know I bought Jeff Hardy's DVD for TNA. Purposely, because I knew when the match that he had, I was in the crowd sitting out there. And I was like, oh, I see myself. <laughs> funny, I remember I remember Jeff Hardy's TNA debut. Because I, coincidentally, right outside Baltimore, in Towson, mm -hmm. that's where I went to college. And it was literally, I would sneak home from, like, part. That's right. I would uh, sneak home from parties for, like, an hour back to my apartment and watch, like, the TNA was on like 11 o'clock and Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles for the X Division Championship was his first match. That's pretty wild. That's awesome. I didn't realize you were such a big uh, Jeff Hardy fan. Now that he's in the folds of AEW along with Matt, how does that make you feel? Uh, there's definitely opportunities there, I think. I'm I'm so excited. If I could, if I could just me and Moses can wrestle with them on the indies anywhere. Like I'm trying to wrestle that man before they retire. I was the huge, I had a Jeff Hardy. Uh, I had the Hardy Boys jersey. I used to cut up the socks on my arm. Like, I was a fanatic <laughs> for this dude. Because <laughs> he was like the cool, he was the enigma, right? He did the Swanton Bomb jumping off ladders. Even like Edge and Christian and the Dudleys, like these tag team uh, TLC matches, even just the tag team matches they were having on SmackDown sometimes were just bangers. And I was just so enthralled. So hopefully I get to meet him. I met him before in passing, but if I get to go back there, I'm definitely going to ask for some questions. I'm going to ask some questions. Try to get some stretch now. Is there, is there, what's, what's a wrestling match that you've watched like a million times? Is there one match that you have like tape studied forever? Hmm. Maybe. I know for one, I've definitely watched a few times was uh, the Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy in the ladder match on Raw uh, when he almost won the heavyweight belt, yeah. the belt. I remember being a kid watching that like, they're going to pull the trigger on this dude. This is going to be the greatest day of my life. <laughs> Even just like the whole storytelling at the end, him saying that he wasn't broken, pulling himself by the ropes, like you, you ain't going to beat me down. Take goes down, raises his fist. Um, and then even watching Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania, um, old school Brock, I was a huge fan of when he first debuted, just destroying people, him and, and then going back to watch Kurt Angle stuff too. Such a technician. That's something that I would like try to emulate. He was probably one of the best pure professional wrestlers ever. No, absolutely. We're talking to Con. Con, you're uh, 
social media has been going across the bottom of the screen, but for those not watching, at <coughs> con on Twitter and the.con on Instagram. He's also has a T-shirt uh, store at whatamaneuver.net uh, backslash collections backslash the hyphen con. So make sure you grab a shirt and support con. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram. He's doing great things. 2022, you you said when we were setting this up, you got a lot, uh, a lot of big plans. Anything you can... You know, maybe drop a hint or tell us about people break news here, Con. <laughs> I'm not trying to get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My lease is up in my place soon, so I might be making a move. Uh, yeah. but so next weekend in Dallas, there's a lot of stuff in town. So that's very, very, ex- it's very exciting. It's a, it's that's going to make the sheets. <laughs> It's an un, it's a, it's a unique time to be a wrestling fan and a wrestler because uh, I think we've talked about it. We hate the term forbidden door, but man, it's anyone can show up anywhere yeah. at any time. It's really remarkable. Mm-hmm. And, and I talked at the beginning of the interview, like the lowest of lows. Now, like, man, you went from Ring of Honor pandemic to fired over Zoom, and now it's like the world is the world is your oyster, man. And look. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I'm sure if you go back through our Twitter, don't shut your fucking face, Tony. You are. Stop. I'm not blowing smoke. You're always blowing smoke, dude. Stop it. Con, just so you know, Tony hates guests. That's why he hasn't said a word to you. Um, if it, you're a superstar, dude. You got the look. You can you 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 can work the promo. It's all there. We're excited for the ride. I can't wait to see what happens, man. Because this is this is awesome. I was so excited to talk to you. Oh, I appreciate it. I mean, I'm just out there trying to like put on the best matches I can. I think, honestly, wrestling moves this past year for the Impact World Title at RCW that taught me so many little lessons and like amazing dude beat the shit out of each other. And I've been organically, and this is not to like toot my horn, but I've been organically getting like when people change your name at shows more so than this is awesome. This means that means they're emotionally invested in the stories that you're telling in the ring. And lately, they're chanting my damn name every single time. So I'm out here just putting on bangers, and it's only March. By December, oof, my, my probably better be at 100,000. My Instagram better be at almost like 200,000 followers. I'm gonna blow up. All right, well, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, let's go to the con on Instagram. Let's follow. Let's follow, baby. Follow, follow con, man. Let's do this. Yeah. What? Uh, how long? The dreads. How long? Uh, seven and a half years. Uh. Man, I got to cut off a couple of inches. I don't know how Booker T did it with wrestling with his hair so long. I, I hate it. <laughs> All right, so let me let's let me ask you a question. Since you have the, the braids and the long hair and the dreads, um, we've said if you want to get mega heat, right? On on, like we talk about Bianca Belair. No, what? <laughs> Sorry, what? what Belair. Oh, what did it cut out? <laughs> Bianca Belair. Like, have somebody cut her fucking hair. Would you agree to something if it was like a storyline like we're going to we're going to turn this into a, this motherfucker's going to be a heat magnet. He's going but he's got to cut your hair. Would you agree to do something crazy like that for the, the story? Only depending on who it was against. There's definitely levels with that, but if it's a particular type of person that did it, I'm all game, man. I really am. I want people to get heat. I'm trying to get heat. I'll cut someone's damn hair like Yeah. I'm tired of this like it's too nice. Oh, we got to just don't touch everything. No, this is professional wrestling. Y'all remember what this was like back in the 90s? Like, I know that it's 2022, but 
people can go people need to be able to go out there and get heat and be actual heels and you need to know that this is a show like the moment you leave this place you better not be threatening people but if they can get that kind of heat i'm all for it ah see i like that that makes sense who would, would you let brutus the barber beefcake cut your hair mm, not probably not nah, he's not a barber <laughs> right he's not a fucking barber con let me ask you this you ever been to japan i have not but i'm trying to go so badly so if they want to bring me out there i'll do a three-month excursion i'll do whatever i'm trying to go out there would you eat the raw horse meat maybe maybe lance archer swears by it and every single person we've talked to that's been to japan says it's good uh, yeah i'd probably be down to try it would you eat it with that would you be would you, if someone was like here just try this would you eat it and not have any questions maybe i might have questions uh i remember when i was in cameroon they're like sacrificing pigs for this tribal ceremony, and like they just came up and gave me a piece of meat. I'm like, what the f- Am I, are they gonna cook this first, or like I'm supposed to just bite into this? I don't know what's actually happening. I literally watched the man twist off a head of a chicken and let like pop it off, like <laughs> crazy shit. All right. Did he eat, did he eat the head? No, nah, that was also for some ceremonial stuff. Uh, it was I'd never seen that before. I didn't think that was possible. What did he do? Did he just do it? Did he drink the blood? What did he do? Uh, so it was like my grandmother's funeral, and everyone, all what of my ancestors. Okay, you got to give me some context before, man. Now I feel awful. <laughs> uh, I went to Cameroon ten years ago. My grandmother passed away. Uh, my grandfather passed away probably a little bit of time before that. Since he was the chief, someone else had to get initiated to become the chief. There's very like tribal sacred traditions that they do when the, like new chiefs are being processed in and then like with the funeral too so it's like this huge celebration a lot of cultural stuff going on uh so there's this moment where like all the villages brought pigs to be sacrificed since we were like the royal family watch these pigs get cut up and all the feet get divvied out to all the villagers chicken head got popped up uh i think for like all my ancestors are buried and behind the compound so i think they did something with the blood with each of the graves i didn't ask questions about that uh, so it's just like a lot of very sacred ceremonial things that they did that I've just never experienced before. Um, probably crazy to other people, but for them, that was just everyday life. Well, this got real deep real fast. Now I feel <laughs> like now I feel I was going to make a coming to America joke. Like if anyone ever ra- washed your royal penis, but I guess I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I am modern day royalty living. This day, so. King, King Khan, come on. Someone, someone did say that to me. I was like, ah, it's just too, I think it's just too close. It's too close. Damn. Mm-hmm. I would be into that. I would like that. If they want to make a shirt, I mean, I'll sell it. Would, okay, so you want to collect a lot of belts. Do you want to carry that shit around, though? Like, you got to take it through the airport, right? I kind of do. Uh, I, I kind of do. Like, why not? I remember carrying the six right. months through, like, with my carry-on, and, like, people would always stop and be like, oh, are you a fighter? And I'll tell them about who I was, and then you're just making new fans that way. They're they're interested in what you have. They want to take it out and look at it. I don't give a damn. I'm going to go to the airport early. People can look at all this stuff if they want to. If I look like you and somebody asked me, I would just lift up my shirt and show them my abs. <laughs> but that's what happens when you look like me. What? <laughs> Tony, what's wrong over there? You lift your shirt all the time on this show, and you've got nothing close to even one ab. Who are I you kidding? Tr- I got in trouble for taking my shirt off on the show. Your wife yelled at you? Yeah, that one night I got really drunk and then I showed up on the other podcast without a shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> All 
I was having a good time. What do you want from Awesome me? stuff. <laughs> uh, shit. You ask your ah. question. Oh, sorry, Con. I ask all the wrestlers these questions because, well. Oh, no. What do you mean? Kevin hates Don't listen to Kevin. This is a good question. Because no, some, look, everybody does it. Have you ever shit your pants? Yeah, when the dude ripped the head off the chicken, he probably did. I mean, I bet you he does a lot of protein shakes. He's probably maybe a shark. Maybe maybe you felt a little too comfortable and you, you know. I don't think so. I don't think so. But one of my friends, maybe a year ago in his 30s, sharded himself (laughs) at the bar. (laughs) At the bar? (laughs) I felt so bad for the dude. Um, did he stay at the bar or did he did he go home and get changed or did he tough it out? I think he just threw away the boxers and then he just went back out there. Now, there you go. Okay. There you go. That's the move. Yeah, you can't it's 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 not a salvage and recovery. It's just you know dump and go on. Depends on how bad. You have to No, no, you you got it. No, you got to get rid of them, dude. You can't walk. Oh, you I know gotta... that, but I mean like is there seepage? Did it get on your jeans like oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> jeans or black pants, you could hide it well if it's not too bad. Nah, because then you know it's there. Then you take your drawers yeah, off, you no, throw them out. But nobody else knows. Yeah, but you know. And then you yeah. start. What? No, man. Because Who your are brain. you grinding up on at the bar that you're worried about if you shit your pants? You're just sitting there pounding beers. What do you care? No, but no, because it's a mental thing now. Because now you know. And then, like, you look over and somebody, like, maybe they make a face at you because, like, I don't know, someone brought some fucking calamari past you and it smelled bad. But you're like, oh. They can smell that I shit my pants. Just, just so you know, Con, this is the guy you're talking to. He shit his pants at Target and took a, pa- a pack of underwears off the shelf. <laughs> That's I paid, smart. I, I paid for them. It was. It had to be done. <laughs> Wait, didn't the lady at the register go? There's supposed to be four in here. What happened to the other one? <laughs> if I were I mad, just... I would have put on all four. <laughs> This is, this is not what Khan signed up for. He's like, this is not. Well, we co- we covered it all. We talked about wrestling. We talked about horror films. We're just having a good time tonight. That's right. <laughs> Always. Khan, it's been an absolute pleasure. Former Ring of Honor six-man champ. He's on AEW. He's been on AEW Dark, Dark Elevation. He's crushing it in Texas. He's going to be here in Ridgefield Park uh, this weekend. He's taking on Gabriel Sky at Pro Wrestling Magic. Uh, huge show. WrestleMania weekend. He's got uh, Hybrid Mania 2. He's got RCW Mania on April 2nd. Uh, May 7th at Palais Pro Wrestling down in uh, Arlington there. Uh, he just had that great match with Izzy James. If you can find it online, definitely check it out. Uh, if I missed anything, uh, I do apologize. Before we let you go, is there anything else you want to leave the fans with? Uh, I'm actually great. Curious about what questions he had for me. I wanted to know since he hasn't. I mean, he hates guests, but I was curious what questions they were. If they were like fan questions or something. Yeah, you're on, Tony. <laughs> um. All right. So you like horror movies? Did you watch Seed of Evil? I did with Kane, right? Yep. Yeah. Somebody was talking about uh, WWE Studios and what a disaster it turned out to be, but I think that might have been their best movie. So, what's your thoughts? I remember loving that movie. That just the first one, and then there was a movie. I don't think any wrestlers were in it, but it was like about with a mirror. Was it Oculus or something with a mirror that was like killing? Like basically, this brother sister in the house is by WWE Studios. The mirror was possessed, but like making them trip out, and eventually 
I think this brother killed the sister or something. I was like, that's a WWE movie. Uh, <laughs> I probably got the title wrong. Just look up like WWE Studios. Yeah, yeah. yeah Oculus. Oculus. Oh, shit, right? yeah. How come I've never I've never heard of Oculus? I've heard of like uh, there was a shitty movie where Randy Orton was like some kid that was talking <laughs> to counselors. There was uh, uh, Triple H drove a school bus, the chaperone. I remember that one. Uh, there were a bunch of them where like Austin was like a Marine or no, John Cena was a Marine and then they replaced him with the Miz. <laughs> not too many it. good movies at a WWE Studios. Uh, not not really, but Oculus and Cena Evil, the first one, were pretty dope in my book. Nice. Oculus sounds amazing. Good stuff. Amazing. Uh, your favorite wrestling movie? wrestling movie yeah just, you ready to rumble guy are you a tag ready team to, ready to rumble i just watched it like three weeks ago that movie was awesome <laughs> the hell man i want to i want that to be a real thing i want that i want to see that somewhere oh it was they they did that shortly after the movie didn't canyon get thrown off of the thing yeah chris champagne canyon it was jeff jarrett ddp david arquette i need to right? watch that I need to see you know that. what i really liked I think they actually did it twice, to be honest with you, because I think that's how Vince Russo won the belt on Nitro. No, he got speared through the cage by. But no, but it was a three. It was a three tier cage, wasn't it? Well, of course, of course, that idiot would book himself in something like that to win the belt. Come on, (laughs) of course it was. I think it was. You know, you know what I like best about that movie? That two tone big gold belt they had was gold and silver. I thought that looked awesome. That should have been the championship for a while, for like, like legit. I think that, and like, of course, the wrestler that was. Oh, that's a good movie. So, so uh, even though I left with him jumping off the top rope, I'm kind of weird. Where I'm like, I wanted to see what happened. Like, we all assumed he died, right? Like, see, that's what I was going to ask you because that's just where it ends when he when he jumps. You know, like he was in pain and whatnot. I don't know, man. It's kind of like a Sopranos thing where you just don't know what happened. It's just you're kind of left to your own devices as to what you think. I like movies like that because then you leave the theater like, okay, they didn't give me what. They want it like I wanted, but I'm leaving feeling some type of emotion, like emotionally. Uh, but the rest, I want like, what the hell would actually happen if that happened in the ring in this movie? Like, dude's heart was gonna stop. So it was so crazy too, man. Like Marissa Tomei runs up and she's like, "Hey, I'm here. You don't have to do this." And he's like, "Nah, baby, this is where I belong." And I was like, "Holy shit! What a <laughs> fucking maverick moment, dude!" Just like walking out, and that's it. That's how he's going out. Once the music hits, there's no turning back. You gotta go. Fuck yeah! I, th- I think I think the line of the movie too was uh, when he, when he was with, when he was talking with uh, with the Sheik, uh, what's his name, Ernest Miller. When he goes, "What do you want to do?" He goes, "What do you mean? What do you want to do? I'm the heel. You're the face. What is there to talk about?" <laughs> that, that was good shit, man. He was good in that movie. Hell yeah! Yeah, bud. Good you're stuff. gonna go, uh, Con. You're gonna go Slambury 2000 for that uh, triple cage match. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. Jeff there Jarrett, David Arquette, and DDP. Beautiful. One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> All right. God bless David Arquette, though. Yeah, man, this is a new, a new screen movie, which I actually kind of liked. Are you a fan of the Rob Zombie remakes? Uh, Good I am. question. I am. What was it? Which one was it? Was it Halloween, the first one? The first remake that he did? That was really good. I think it was. I think that was the first one he did. But then he came up with his own kind of movies, which are like weird, grotesque. They weren't really like horror too much. Just like kind of, I don't know. I don't even know what kind of genre you would call his movies. They're, they're, 
they're very Rob Zombie movies. I mean, there's no other real way to describe them. Like the cinematography, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm watching because it's all like totally the same thing. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, House of a Thousand Corpse and Devil's Rejects, right? There you go, Devil's Rejects. House of a Thousand Corpse, I think it was really good. Yeah, I think it. he does a good job. I'm not really like, I don't know. I thought the, the Halloween ones were good too. Yeah. Is he doing, what's he doing? The monsters now? Kevin, I think, knocked his microphone off. I think he muted everyone. Yeah, he did. He doesn't know what he's doing. And now we can I, hear him I, doing his laundry. I can. I will mute him from over here. <laughs> you have to hear, hear him fucking trudging around his house. I guess I guess Kevin hates guests now. Jesus. That was rude. Sorry, Con. This is the wheels are really falling off this thing, huh? So I got actually I got a question for you. What did you think of Final Battle like being there? Man, it was it was bittersweet. Uh I thought the show was unbelievable. Um but but there was just it, this 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 heavy this mm-hmm. we we also happened to we ended up staying at the hotel where a lot of the wrestlers were staying at, and I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So, like, just being there, like, and I guess, like, they have, like, a lot of the fans know where they're going to stay, so they go. So I saw them interacting. It's just, it was it was a tough pill. to. It was just rough. Like, mm-hmm. O'Shea Edwards sat down next to me at the bar, and I bought him a drink, and he was talking to some promoter, and I didn't bother him. But mm-hmm. when we got there, Kenny was at the bar all by himself, and there were these two people who I guess were at the show and uh, he, he was, he just was trying to have a drink and just be left alone. And they were like, it was amazing. And the bartender had no idea. He was like, you're a wrestler. And he's like, yeah, it was like our last show. And I'm just like, just leave the fucking guy alone. Let him fucking drink. Yeah. I, I thought it was a great, I, I thought the show was, I love ring of honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the show was great. Again, I was bummed that you guys and, and, and Vincent and company were on the pre-show. But uh, the the Shane Kenny King match was fucking insane. The ladder spot was like nuts. nuts. Uh, I, we were we had, Vincent got us tickets, so I was okay next to the fucking Briscoe Army all night. So that was horrifying. <laughs> yeah, but okay. uh, it it was a great show. It just was like real. Like to hear to hear Jay Lethal back at the bar talking to fans like. They were. I was going to join the righteous. Like, yeah. What? That would have been fucking amazing. Like that storyline playing out would have ma- been amazing. Like what you guys would have done after losing the titles. Like, you guys go after the Briscoes now. What does Shane do? Does he go after Gresham? Like, yeah. there's just so many stories that I just don't think we got. There's no closure for us. Yeah. Fans, because it just happened. Like. The Trisha Dora stuff with STP. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't I get to see that? Because she was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, why don't we get to see that play out? So there's just a, it was bittersweet. It's a catch 22. It was great to be there. It was great to celebrate Ring of Honor. But at the same time, it's like, they say they're coming back, but you leave there and there's just this, this heavy, this heaviness, mm-hmm. this uncertainty. You know, it's like, well, yeah, but the, you know the reports are they'll get paid till March. But like, what are these guys going to do? And what are these? Is yep. it going to come back? Is it one less place for people to work? Like, the more wrestling, the better for us, because because it's not it, it's crazy uh, in twenty twenty two that it's not 
just WWE now. Like when we started this podcast, if you had told us we'll talk for three hours and we won't talk about the WWE, I would have told you you're crazy. But now we're there's so much out there. So it it was it was a heavy day. It was there was a lot there. I bet it's like a show, like a Netflix show, getting canceled, like on episode eight, and it's supposed to be twelve episodes, and you're just like, <laughs> "What the hell is happening?" They did it with Glow, man. We never got the fourth and final season. They Glow just said, so "Nope, done." Glow, was, Glow was awesome. Oof. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, it's it's just again, like I was watching, you know, you guys, you know, every couple of weeks you show up on Ring of Honor TV, and it was awesome. And now, you know. We got to, it's not bad. You're doing your thing in Texas and you're doing Palais Pro and you're going to be here in Jersey this weekend. So, but again, it's kind of like, it's like reading the first couple chapters of a book. You don't get to finish. What the fuck? And like now Tony bought it. So who knows what's going to happen? I guess he said he wants to run a weekly show. So I guess we'll see what's going to happen in a few weeks. I mean, that's a good thing. At least they're keeping Harwich alive. I mean, yeah, and I know they just while we're doing the show, they announced Lethal and Lee Moriarty for Supercard oh, wow. of Honor. Damn, I didn't even see that. Yeah, they just they announced it a little while ago, so that's cool. But uh, you know, I want to see. I want STP. I don't think that story is done. You know, I let Shane break. I want to see you and and Moses uh, do your thing. Throw the Freebirds out there. Do fucking you two yeah. and and O'Shea because that's a sick team. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh shit. <clears throat> well, Khan, this has been absolutely amazing. Be sure to follow Khan at the Khan on Twitter and the dot con on Instagram. He's got t shirts at whatamaneuver.net collections backslash the hyphen con. We'll run your uh social media throughout the show. Is there anything you want to leave us with or the fans with before we let you uh go about the re- oh thoughts on Bucky's? On Bucky's. Mm. I'm like impartial. I like stopping there. It's a great place to go when you're like San Antonio to Dallas. Uh, but the, I'm always amazed by how that parking lot is packed. I'm like, is this like a Walmart? Why is there so many cars here? Is there that many people inside? They sell clothes, all type of stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that they have a lot of selections. I typically will stop there when I'm driving back at like 1 a.m. from Dallas for a show. Um, that's cool. I don't, think, I don't think I think that's actually the hype compared to what uh, what a burger what a burger is just, you know, not good. Yeah, what a burger not so Bucky's is pretty cool. Bucky's is pretty cool. Uh, anyway, I ha- sorry, I, I have a million miles an hour up in here in my brain. Uh, before we let you go, is there anything you want to leave the fans with? I'm already kicked off this year really well. I have what. Going March, so until December, they're just gonna keep climbing this wave, keep riding this mountain up there. Uh, that might happen Mania weekend. Who knows? Uh, but just stay tuned. Nice, uh, Con. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, anytime you want to come back on the show and maybe talk about accidentally shitting your pants because you're due now. Uh, I don't know, man. You work out, you know, maybe you drink a little too much like pre-workout, then you're doing some squats, maybe you had maybe you made a bad decision, you had some Whataburger, you're not feeling so great, but you gotta do leg day. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'll be back. I'll be back, but I don't know if I'm talking about yeah. 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 Well now we know we brush up on our horror movies. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's what I think that an anime. We're gonna, gonna watch an anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Okay. Over there, Tony. Yeah. Stop telling the guy he's gonna shit his pants. <laughs> oh, you're due. Eat some water burger. Drink a protein shake. Take a shit. It's all good. Yeah. Then you wonder why nobody wants to come back on this show, you dummy. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said no to coming back. I'm sure they they they've changed their minds when you you're gonna shit your pants before you come back next time, right? That. Uh, do you want to ask him what school he trained at? Let's do a, a boring interview, right? Does Khan want to do a boring interview? Probably not. No, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not saying you have to gulag the thing, but in the same token, let the guy go. He doesn't want to take his shit on the show. Leave him alone. Really? What gulag the thing? That's hurtful. Yeah. Your words are hurtful. I, I, you're the one that did it. I, I That was like years ago. We call, we call asking mundane questions gulag in the interview because when Matt uh, interviewed Drew Gulak, he's like, can you tell us about your wrestling experiences in the past? It was past wrestling experiences, Dick. No, it was your wrestling experiences in the past. I remember it. It's up here. I'm Shout out to Drew Gulak. He's awesome. Awesome. Well, we appreciate that. Con, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, my man. Thank you all so much. Have a good one. Likewise. All right. Be well. How oh, dare boy. you? Oh, that went off the rails real fast. Yeah. Hey, how how bad is my microphone? I felt like it was just all over the place. It. I heard some, there was some weird noise that was happening the, for the latter part of that interview. Yeah, that's exactly why I was very hesitant about jumping in even later on. It sounded like you were in a wind tunnel, but now it's better. Okay. As long as it's working now, we're good. Because I was going to switch over. I got the soundboard here. I could always make the switch. Bro, it's 9 o'clock. I don't want to fucking do the show till 10 o'clock. What are we doing? What do we got on the agenda that we really need to do? Are we playing Can You Beat That? Are we going over anything else? Like, what What? What do we need to do? Okay. Slow, slow down. I would like to take a pee. Okay, so go ahead. So if you want to plug the network. Okay. And some Patreons, you can do that. And then when we come back, we can go over that. We didn't talk Crockett Cup because we were waiting for you. And then we can do Can You Beat That? Okay. Sounds good. Does that work for you, pumpkin? Yeah. Go pee. <laughs> and I'm going to grab another drink. Let me make you big, Tony. You I got love being girl? big Tony. That's big Tony in the house. Fuck yeah, dude. Hey, I don't get no music. You can get me music, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. Come on, Come on man. man. You got to cue me up with some plug music here. Fuck yeah. Now it's time for everybody to take their pants off. That's not right. Yes, it is. It's everything's right when you're listening to Big Tony telling you what's happening this week on the Shining Wizards Network. ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. If you didn't know it, we are not the only be-all and end-all of the Shining Wizards. We've got tons of great shows, tons of great action, tons of great talk. Like this week on Radioactive Metal. Metal gimmicks. We're talking shoulder pads. We're talking guitar styles. Everything that you could think of that's a gimmick in the world of metal music. Snowy and Aaron got you covered. The Mark Order Podcast, once again, all things AEW, especially without Matt, because Matt doesn't like doing the show anymore. But Ant Money, Kate the Great, Ryan Schlong, bringing you all the goodness of AEW. Ringside Rant, Justin and RJ are on their way to WrestleMania. March 17th, 1997, Raw is on the plate this week. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, congratulations to our man Jay. Ladies, tough shit he's gonna be unavailable very soon he's getting married congratulations jay but not only that this week phil jay and choppy all three members of turnbuckle throwbacks 
doing their own Scott Hall tribute show, but not to be outdone by the broadcast. Alan and Tom, our boys down under, also doing a little tribute to the man himself, Mr. Scott Hall. And finally, hot off the presses, just released today, Wrestling Night in Canada, Snowy, Matt, Ducky, talking about tons of stuff, including Jeff Hardy dancing. He should have been saving his brother. And Butch, Pete Dunn, done wrong, done dirty by the E, all that and more. Wrestling Night in Canada, wrestling talk with a little bit of flair from the north, eh? And I heard that Snowy's giving away uh, pints. Do they do they package maple syrup by the pint now? Is that a uh, thing? Don't know. Yeah, so bother Snowy. Uh, hit up uh, Wrestling Night in Canada on social media. They'll send you some syrup. Or maybe they won't. I don't know. Just fuck with them anyway. Good for them. And that's all the news and notes is around the Shining Wizards Network. But oh, it's still mellow. I don't know why it's that mellow. Because now it's time to talk about our Patreon. Oh, boy. Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. Joining us, supporting us for as little as $1 a month. That's right, $1 a month. We will mention you as one of our Patreon producers. For $3 a month, you get exclusive access to all of our bonus shows. I think we got a bajillion of them, and I think that's a real number, so don't ask me what it means. Mm. Five bucks, we'll plug anything you want us to plug. You yeah, got experimental... be, careful you. be careful with that. Well, be careful. But if you got experimental music over at uh, Harvestman Records, we'll be happy to plug that for you. If uh, if you're uh, promoting things at On Deck IC, we'll be happy to promote that for you. All kinds of stuff. $10 a month, three-month minimum. $20 a month, three-month minimum. We're talking small mat-sized and giant mat-sized. That's right, because mat's small in certain places and giant in others. We'll get you a box of wizardry every three months for your contributions. And now, as I'm filibustering, because I'm trying to get the goddamn page open because it won't open up for me, it's time to thank those who continue to support us. It's our roll call of Patreon producers. We got Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Manny Kratzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP. Sean Toe, Sean Kaleo, the guy who brought Can You Beat That to the show. Thank you again. Kate the Great Hensel over at On Deck IC. Kate's like with sour grapes and, and uh, mm. fucking uh, the Puncher, Puncher Mother and all these other wrestling yeah, shows yeah, that I don't yeah. even know what she does anymore. Yep. Literally, if it's a night of the week that ends in a Y, Kate's on a show. But yep. she's also got OnDeckIC.com. She's going to promote your shit as well as promoting her own shit. She's just a promoting son of a gun. Matt Garifo, no relation to the K, J, G, ah. Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Kenny Halsey, the Scotch drinks more. Jay Coppa, Big Papa Pump, Coppa Dumpa Dumpa Dump. Congratulations, he's getting married. Thomas Copps, the Mott Spock. Michael Hammond. Matthew Birch, the true Prince of Pro. That's him, isn't it? Yeah, Braden Berger and the LeBron James some shit or other. I don't know. I'm fucking all those up. Mattel, ha- wrestling figure collector. There you go. Thank you very much. Brendan Haney, Kerry Cowling, the fucking man myth and legend himself, Mr. Lion Schlong. Did I say Lion Schlong? I'm not lying. It's Ryan Schlong. Oh, boy. Asian Joe, Mike Peterson, Rob Humphrey. Welcome back, Mr. Roll. Hey. David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music over at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. I don't biscuits! And last but certainly not least, I can fucking talk, William Mercier Jr. All three of us had uh, some marble mouth today. But, uh, but oh, but by the way, lives are going to be 
in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, Kevin. Ha ha. Look at that. Look at this. Oh. A more salient point Ha-ha. has never been made than by JJ Rogue right here. Kevin, get this back on the rails. <laughs> oh boy. That was fun. Uh, As I that was a lot of fun. Be sure to follow Con at the Con on Twitter, uh, the dot Con on Instagram. Uh, he had a good time, so awesome. he couldn't be lying to us too, though. So, <laughs> what, what what would your gut say? Good time? I, I think. Good he, time. I think he had a good time. Yeah, he was laughing a lot. He good. was. But I want to. Can I call? Can I call BS on Tony real quick? Matt. No shot. That was the question he wanted to ask. Exactly. Yeah. I want to know what questions you had lined up, Tony. I had tons of questions. I asked him about the movies. Yeah, but we didn't I... know he was a horror fan until... Yeah, but you guys him. also asked him a lot about Ring of Honor and all my questions here. I couldn't ask him because you guys asked him already because you guys do such let's, a great let's job. Hear him. Let's hear him. What were they? The same ones that Matt asked. Uh, no, ask. I'll answer as him. <laughs> no! Alright, here, here. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Khan, um, listen, I was there at Final Battle uh, emotions were high. It was kind of you bittersweet. Were, hold on. How you did, were not how there. Did, how did I'm all right? I'm asking your questions. See, I have. Your oh no, no. I wanted you to ask the questions you were going to ask, not my questions. Okay, uh, Mr. Khan. I know from what Matt told me, emotions were running high at final battle. <laughs> what was it like for you being there? So, like, was it a good time? Was it a bad time? Uh, did all of you African American guys like? Did you know that you were all were getting together? Did you notice Matt threw that in? What? He, he couldn't just say everybody went out there to pose. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, like it was. Well, there might be people that's, that's an important part of the story. Yes. You dipshit. And that was my question. That's why I asked it. You know what? Listen to the interview, dipshit. How do you like that, man? That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate guests, buddy. I don't hate guests. Kevin's the one that muted his microphone twice. I didn't mute his microphone. Oh, yeah, you did. No, I did not. Oh, yeah, you did. There's no chance I muted his mic. You like fell after you shut your camera off, and like he was talking, and there were no words coming out. Matt's like, I don't know. Whoa, what he did. Tony, I, I know exactly. What, I know exactly what moment you're talking about. First of all, he's on a bot. He's lower than that top thing where I could see everyone. Look, I see all you. I know is your I camera went off, and your microphone the, was on, and hat. his was quiet. No, there's no chance I muted his microphone. Circumstantial None. evidence, Kev. None. Tony, you're the one that. How da- First of all, how dare you? How dare you try to throw me under the bus, you cocksucker? No, listen, you. No, you listen. You, with, you, with, you, Tony, with your, with Tony. Your... Oh, what's in all those great questions you got, Tony? What's Tony doing? I did. At least I waited till he was gone. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh no, you know you're right. I didn't. Fucking ass. But <laughs> I, I believed you. What do you mean under the bus? I believed that you had questions. <laughs> I'll go back and listen. I know you guys were like, we should fuck with Tony. We should fucking say, hey, Tony, you go to no, the first No, that never came up. No, but I did say breaking news. Tony texts us, said he'll be here by 8, and he's got questions. And he's got questions. So I took Matt at No, I meant, no. All right, that was my fault. I meant I had can you beat that questions. Like, I wanted you to know that I was prepared for How my How do you thing. say that and not include the words can you beat that? Because I was busy. Matt. That's why I wasn't here at 7. Mm. Tony, Kevin, I'm with you. He should have been more clear. Should have been clear! It's been a while since we played Can We Beat That. It's been a while! (laughs) It'll be fun. But first, we have to talk about the NWA. 
Crockett Cup. I love it when like the biggest wrestling story is from a company that wasn't like the biggest wrestling story, like not story, but event like two years ago. Oh, it's so awesome. It's a big deal. So the NWA Crockett Cup was this past Saturday and Sunday. Uh, yep. And I think we had the argument on air or was it off air about how we were picking this? Both, I don't probably. remember. I want to say it was off, but it was decided we would only pick the second night, which was last night, Sunday night. Uh, and we would do it. Um, we would pick the last two matches in the cup uh, or no, we would pick. Yes. We'd pick the last two matches and we would pick a cup winner. And if you pick the cup winner, right, you got the extra point. Oh, that's right. No. So, so we picked the, fi- we, the final four going into the night. We had no picks the first night of the tournament. Right. Thankfully, we didn't because a lot of stuff changed. However, for the final three matches, the the two semis and the and the final <laughs> match, you for each winner you picked, you got a point. But it was NCAA style, so if you picked a team that was eliminated and you picked them to win the whole thing, well, that's two points you possibly couldn't get. So, in other words, if you picked all three correct, you got three points. Like that's what we were working with. Right. Right. And you, but we didn't lose any points either. Now, just no, be- no, 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 no. It was it was straight up. You get a point for a win, just the way we score everything. And nobody picked all three correctly. Yes. Yeah, brutal, brutal showing. It was. You know what, Kevin? It wasn't as it wasn't as brutal as you think. Uh oh. Let's see. Is there is there music? Oh, did you want music? Well, we're gonna talk about picks, right? No, we are. I didn't think we would jump right into it, but now since you mention it. It's time for the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast Pay-Per-View Pick Extravaganza NWA Crockett Cup 2022 Night 2 Oh baby Look at that Alright, so go. this is the Oh, let me take down this uh, banner here Wait, wait, shh, shh, wait, wait, here it comes Oh no, wait, this ain't the part yet Keep going, keep going mm. Keep going go. Oh wait, no, this is the part, here we go there we go. Now it's time to talk about the picks. If you are watching us on YouTube, which I highly suggest you do, uh, it's a lot of fun. You get to actually uh, see Khan laughing at uh, many of my jokes, and you get to see uh, all the other comedy that ensues throughout the show. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the shining wizards, rate, review, subscribe. We have uh, this beautiful graphic I made yesterday uh, of our picks. Gorgeous. Uh, So going into the Crockett Cup, Tony was in first place, 22 and 9. I was pulling up the rear at 20 and 11. And Kevin was uh, within a uh, pubic hair of me at 19 and 12. Uh, We all had. I'm pulling up the rear. Yes. Yeah. The music is distracting me. I'm sorry. There you go. I was getting into it. You were. Um, so we all had a lot of the same picks. Uh, we all picked Cardona. We all picked Kobe Carino. We all had Tyrus. We all had Jax Dane and the Hex. That's right. If if I know we talked about regrets for the last show that we picked, the one regret that I did have was picking Kobe Carino. I wanted to go with Homicide, and I don't know why, but I think because of such a role that Kobe's been on lately, I felt like that was probably the better pick, but... That was wrong. Yeah, I thought the fixers would play a role in the result of that. I guess I was wrong. I don't know. I didn't get to watch the show. 
And I caught the L. Uh, Tony took Camille to retain, which she did. Uh, I took Kylie Ray, and Kevin took Chelsea Green. That's right. I really Camille. think, I really think this match could have gone anyway. So I don't think any of these were yeah. bad picks. I know Kevin, you were a bit down on yourself. Uh, yeah. And then um, we all picked different winners to win the Crockett Cup. Tony took the Briscoes, which he did win. But uh, I, I also I also took La Rebellion, who lost to the British. Well, not the invasion. What were they calling them? They had a different the name. Commonwealth for Connection. There you go. That was it. So I, I got. Picked, go ahead. Yes, I had picked the Commonwealth Connection to win. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin had picked La Rebellion to win. Yeah, I thought the the idea of having the champs win was kind of kind of fun. So I just yeah. Look, I don't think you could see. I, my thinking was if the Commonwealth Connection beat the champs, then you have a built-in story going forward. And I was like, the Crockett Cup, these guys are wrestling machines, Doug Williams and Davey Boy Smith Jr. Um, them against the Briscoes in the finals should be interesting. But Yeah. Here we are. So Tony took the NWA Crockett Cup with a 6-3 and three record. The Briscoes getting the win definitely helped them. And Camille, uh, I was at 5-4. and four. Uh, and Kevin was at four and five. Oof, uh. Here, here's here's the funny thing about the Jack Stane situation. I don't know All if right. you guys knew. I do know. He lost. He lost, then cashed in and won. Yeah, it's a kind of a weird thing, but I think overall we count that as just a win for Jack Stane. Did you? No, right? I counted. No, I didn't count that as a win. Why not? Because the originally scheduled match, he okay. lost. Okay. Yeah. It, did, it didn't really make a difference either way because we all took Jack Stane. But it's oh, unfortunate yeah. the result happened in uh, not the way that we were assuming it would. Uh, I forgot. I kind of forgot he had the cash in his back pocket. Uh, from a storyline standpoint, I think it makes sense. Yeah. A lot of great matches in the tournament. Anything that the Briscoes are in is fucking worth checking out, especially the final. But um, the match they had against the Dirty Sexy Boys is actually really fucking good, too. So check that one out, like, top to bottom. For the most part, good tournament. Um, Luke Hawks, it kind of seemed like it was a storyline, but he was, like, he had suffered a slight concussion. Yes, he did. But you didn't know, like, you didn't know. Like, when, if you're watching the show, you think, like, oh, maybe this is just, like, a like a booking thing. But, no, he was concussed, and... uh PJ actually had a good showing against La Rebellion by himself. It was actually like really well done. Yeah, PJ showed a lot this show. Um, thoughts on the replacement for Kratos? The Blue Meanie. Yeah, yeah. It was what it was. What it was. It was yeah. it, he, he made it. It, it also it was funny that he was actually wearing blue as as well. So that was, it was kind of cool. So yeah, something like I, borrowed something blue. Like yeah, I had no blue. idea where he was going with it until he was, and then it was like, oh shit, it's gonna be Meanie. And I was like, all right, there he is. Yeah, I happened to see uh Meanie on, on social media, so I happened to know I I knew that was gonna be the thing before I watched it the, uh today. Uh so yeah, I mean it's fun. It's I mean it's Meanie. I mean, who who doesn't like the Meanie? And Velvet's fucking insufferable. She was on a whole <laughs> and, nother fucking level on this show. And Tim Storm is way too tan. Oh yeah, Tim was fucking Tim dude, had the I fucking Hogan. Like, Tim had the Hogan 91 times five, dude. Bro, he was fucking tan as shit. That's a well done hot diggity dog skin <laughs> right there, bro. That's like 
left on the grill way too long pan right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I could, I was like, what? Like what? Is, who is that? Oh, Tim Tan Storm. I like the main event. I thought I thought if they were going to do a disqualification that all this would have won, but like you know, not the title. So but, that's uh, what, that's what's weird because the way did you do? You remember? Did you see the way the ring announcer announced it? He yeah, said, he was ready to announce as the winner, and then then he just stopped. No, and, but yeah. like he said, your winner uh, by disqualification, and well, wouldn't because Chelsea was the one that low blowed him. Yeah. So wouldn't Nick Aldis be the winner by disqualification? They announced Ryder as. Well, I think the idea was that Jeff Jarrett thought it was Mickey James who low blowed him. Oh, you might be right about that. But no, but that was before Mickey James even got involved in the match. Yeah, but Jeff Jarrett didn't know that, you know? Like Jeff Jarrett. Okay, Mickey went... James was in the but she wasn't even in the ring. She was already on the outside at that point. Yeah, I mean it, it it's kinda like I get where they were going with it. Probably I think it was just done... a mistake. And so I might be picking nits. Could have been done a little better, but you know, and I think I think it also leaves the door open for something with Trevor as well, because Trevor's like, you know, like I'm getting back in the saddle. He's a heel. You know. Hey, VSK actually fucking looking good. Him and Mike Knox, they made a surprisingly good team. Yeah, it's uh something that you, you never you never you would never predict. No, VSK and Mike Knox never, but yeah. you know, it was working out. Yeah, good stuff from him too. And he's like he's like a he's like a good like person for the role that he's in. By the way, Tyrus, he's he's on his uh, sixth win, so one more, and he's got that right to cash in. Uh, I don't want to. I want to hear it, dude. What? What? It... <laughs> it's all right. Why? Why Tyrus? I, Matt, I'm with you. I don't get. I don't get Billy Corgan's fascination with Tyrus. Was, I just was don't. his match with? <laughs> I'm looking at the review here. Tyrus defeated Rodney Mack to retain. Man, this match sucked. <laughs> accurate and that's i mean Look, guys, they're wrestlers but i mean this was not good at all tyrus was in better shape but that just meant he was just being bad faster yeah that's incredible that's a great <laughs> line whoever which, did that which, whoever did that should take a bow with tyrus being faster though like you know it was like completely slow motion like i've said fucking tyrus on the microphone is really good and it's unfortunate that his ring work is not up to what it what it used to be, like not even near. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, it's a shame. It is. Because, dude, like I remember even when we interviewed him years ago when he was doing the Funkasaurus, when he started calling the spots in the ring and he started talking to the crowd, like I'm going to get him and do this. Like that was good shit. And he was fucking quick on his feet and he was moving around. This fucking version of Tyrus in the ring is like not good. But like I said, on the mic, he's fucking really good in the ring. Not nearly as much. No bueno. Nope. Uh, the uh, review, Kate's asking, whose review is this? It's uh, on F4 W Online. It's by Josiah McDonald. Okay. That, that almost sounds like some uh, Scott Keith shit right there, too. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, I don't look. I'm and I will watch this show. I am fucking way behind on my professional wrestling. Uh, I have, dude, I have zero interest in Tyrus. First of all, Matt Cardone is doing some of the best work of his career, his whole career. That's right. I feel like him and Tyrus is fucking oil and water. Cardona's good. I don't think he can carry Tyrus. It's not. No, he's not going to cash in on Cardona. 
There's no way. Who you think you you've reached seven? You don't not go after the world champion, isn't that? Yeah, but you point? don't. But you don't have to go right away. I mean, Cardona's going to wind up dropping the thing eventually. Like he's and not. He go, his reign is not going to be super long. It's just not going to be. Don't you? Worry. I don't ever want to see Tyrus challenge for the world title, dude. Tyrus and Trevor. Come on. Get get. I would start. I would boycott. Look at Matt. Did you no, no, share? I, I, I echo his sentiments with his face. Tyrus and Tre- do you hear yourself? Do you want Tyrus and, and all this? I yes. want Ion to stop Tyrus. Nobody has made the Magnificent Seven yet, so it who knows? Shouldn't be fucking Tyrus. Maybe the Pope finally gets the title back. Who knows? What is that schmuck doing? Who the the Pope's on a bad losing streak, man? Yeah, bad what's he do? Streak. What did he do at the Crockett Cup? Mims. Yeah, him and Big Strong Mims. He lost to Mims? No, no they, they, they were, were a team. team. They were a team. They That's lost? Right. Fuck, they suck too. You suck the Pope. Didn't, they, didn't they lose to the Cardonas? I think so, yeah. And I that's what... like Big Strong Mims. So wait, so you think the Pope is going to stop Ty- Someone has to stop Tyrus. Can Jordan Clearwater do it? Somebody. Well, look, Tyrus beat the Pope, so it, may- it would only make sense that Pope's going to get his comeuppance and come back. Oh, well, he beat right? Sion, too. Can it be Sion? There's an I, I wish it was problem. Sion, but Sion's got a fucking bit of a losing streak himself. So your your two best options to stop Tyrus are they both the guys that are on losing streaks. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Tony, anything else of note from the Crockett Cup? I know, Kevin, you said you watched a little bit of things, too. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I tried to get through as much as I can. I, I dug. It's weird just now because the pay-per-views, it's weird because they have music and stuff. So it's it's definitely different than what it didn't feel like an NWA type show. It felt like more of like a um a, a better produced show. Because I guess the music and the entrance and the ramp and all that stuff. So no, I, I mean I enjoyed what I watched. Uh, pretty much focused on the main event and uh, and the finals of the of the actual Crockett Cup itself. So yeah, I, I mean I'd go out of my way to watch. Uh, I watched both nights. I'd go out of my way to watch both. If I were you, there you go. There it is. All right, that's it, Donk. Nothing else on the Crockett Cup. No, 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 no. All right. Do I need to go get my belt? If you want to watch me some impact wrestling, too. That was some good stuff. Good yeah, shit. Kevin, quick quick notes on impact, Kev. You want to hit us with a quick three count before we play Can You Beat That? Uh yeah. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns reunited for the first time in a long time. They beat All right. uh, cool. they beat uh, uh Jay White and Chris Bay. Bay Bay. Rude. That's rude. Jay White. Fuck you, so, Tony. No, so I I have a I have a gut feeling that, that Chris Bay is not long for the bullet club. Good. Just Fuck have him. a weird, weird feeling. I get that. I get that WWE NWO Shawn Michaels Booker T vibe with Jay White and Chris Bay. Um, I got a good Bullet Club doesn't deserve somebody as good as Chris Bay. I, I listen. I'm a big Chris Bay guy. Bay Bay. Uh, Josh Alexander uh, was, was oh Moose invaded. Moose went to the home of Josh Alexander and threatened his wife. Uh, hey, this is Moose. <laughs> hey. hey. Moose, why did you do? Why did you do what you did? Why did you go? Hey. Oh, okay. All right. Shining uh, the wizards. All right. Oh, you went over there to to do what? Hey, this is Moose. Oh, Shining the wizards. Hey. There you go. Hey, hey, this is Moose. <laughs> Moose, 
Moose, what did you? What, what do you? What are your feelings about Josh Alexander? What are you gonna? What are you, you going to do with Josh Alexander when you finally meet him in the ring? Hey, this is Moose shining the wizard. That's right, you're going to shine in the wizard. Uh, yeah, Josh Alexander beat Matt Taven. Uh, I don't know more still thing. So yeah, quick little three count, good fun stuff. Oh, Rhino and Heath are better together as they are apart. Um, Rhino lost to I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Uh, good quick little three count. There for impact. Good stuff. Let me get a quick three count on New Japan Pro Wrestling. We're down to our final four in the New Japan Cup. Okada will take on Naito. Zack Sabre Jr. will take on Shingo. Uh, That'll take place this weekend. The winner of those matches will wrestle in the finals to see who wins the New Japan Cup. I like that final four. Yeah, and the uh, the Zack Sabre Jr. Will Osprey match from this morning was a fucking banger, as was the Hiromu Shingo match. Fuck yes. Uh, check that out. Uh, Killer Cross is uh, showing up in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He'll be in the States, and he'll be wrestling Minoru Suzuki at uh, the Lone Star event taking place on April 1st. Nice. At 5 o'clock. Uh, and last but certainly not least, the best of the Super Juniors returns. Uh, the tournament will take place between May 15th and June 3rd. So just a quick touch on uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then uh, not necessarily a three-count AEW, but I think we need to talk about it. We have a new women's champion in Thunder Rosa. She beat uh, Britt Baker inside a salad salad steel (laughs) cage. Inside of a salad. Salad steel cage on Dynamite on Wednesday night. Tony, I know you said in the Discord this was something you heard was good. You want to check it out. Did you get an opportunity to watch this? Yeah. Had some good spots. Overall, it was okay. Uh, I didn't see the lights out match, so I don't have a comparison. But uh, I think the criticism that a lot of people made was like the ending was like really rushed, and there kind of wasn't a need for the thumbtacks. And I kind of agree with that. Uh, I do like the ref bump was like a little eh, but Aubrey Edwards coming out and giving uh, Britt Baker shit was a nice little moment. And uh, congratulations to Thunder Rosa. Yeah. That was awesome. The moment I think is bigger than the match, to be honest. Now, with you. somebody else pointed out online Sheeta got a new belt, lost it. Baker got a new belt, lost it. Is this yeah, but be Baker cool? had it for a while. Uh, yeah, but Baker just got a new belt. Oh, the new belt, the new yeah. new belt. Yeah. All right, That's what all right. There you go. There's something to there. To that. Well, there you go. Hey, 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 And with that. Hey everybody, it's time once again to play everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? As we know, Matt continues his felonious assault on everything Can You Beat That? I think he's on his 42nd title defense. He will be playing, hopefully not forever challenger. Hopefully tonight is his night. Kevin gets the rematch of a lifetime. Boys, are you guys ready to play some Can You Beat That? Not even remotely close, but I'll do it. Matt, how you been, brother? How's it been being the reigning and defending Can You Beat That champion for what seems like an eternity? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'm excited. Um, I like a good uh, brain game uh, with my friend Kevin here. Uh, Tony, I think you do an amazing job hosting. And I think... Regardless of the outcome, I think in April, I think we throw it down to whomever to challenge myself yeah. or Kevin. It's going to be you. Or, but let's or, or <laughs> Kevin beat that. 
So I'm excited. This is fun. This is fun to do. Uh, I like to uh, scratch that itch. Well, everybody knows how it works. I'm going to throw out some questions. Whoever's got control of the question will tell me how many answers they could possibly give out of a certain number. Then it's up to their opponent. They have to decide if they can beat that number or if they're going to let the, play, the person play. And if you are answering the question, you have to get each and every one right that you said you would. If you get one wrong, you lose a point to your opponent. But if you get them all right, you get a point. Two points wins. That's all it takes. We got two great questions and a sudden death that will knock your balls off. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Kevin, since you are the challenger, I open it up to you first. Your two categories, Fly Like an Eagle, which has 14 possible answers, and Doubly Grand has 10 possible answers. Kevin. Re repeat the second. Doubly Grand. Doubly Grand. So that's Doubly gotta be, Grand. That's got to be. A dead. I'll, take, I'll just go right with Fly Like an Eagle. Fly Like an Eagle. Kevin. You're a belt mark, right? You know oh, about championship belt designs, don't you? Was not expecting this. Well, right. here's your question. You're familiar with the winged eagle design, correct? Sure am. Okay. 14 wrestlers have won the winged eagle version of the WWF championship. How many of those 14 can you name? Uh, this is like a, this is kind of a trick question. But, no tricks. And if there's a trick question that comes up in an answer, uh, I'll tell you right now. You know exactly which one I'm talking about. I'll tell you right now. Ted DiBiase is not on the list. Okay. I'm going to name all 14. I would never. Whoa. Holy shit. Kevin with the balls of steel going for it right now. Kevin, 14 men have won the winged eagle version of the WWF championship. You said you can run all 14. Kevin, let me have it. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is one. Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy Savage is two. That would be the next one would probably be, um, let's go Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter makes three. Let's go Ric Flair. Ric Flair is four. You've got four down, ten to go. Let's go Bret Hart. Bret Hart is five. I know I'm missing one. I'm going to get to him right now. Let's go Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior is six. Let's go Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels makes seven. Let's go Undertaker. Undertaker makes eight. Let's go Sid. Sid makes nine. Let's go Diesel. Diesel is ten. Four let's, more to go. Let's go Stone Cold Steve Austin. Steve Austin is 11. Let's go. I'm going to save this one for last because I just got to check again let's go um rock didn't win it rock didn't win it triple h didn't win it diesel king um i guess are we including technically andre won it that is 12 you got two um, more to go so this was different so he won it but then He he'd never actually like. I, I got to go, Kane. No, and I, you know what? I'm going to give you a pass on that one because there is footage of Kane with the winged eagle belt, but he did not win it. But I'm going to give you a pass on that one. Okay. Kane is not one of the other two. So what am I at? You are at twelve. There's two more to go. Okay. So 
Wing Eagle. Hogan had to have been the first one to actually hold it. So there, I can't think there's anyone before Hogan. Warrior, Macho, Flair, no Luger, no Mabel, no. Oh, Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund is 13. You are missing one, Kevin. Uh, I said Undertaker, got Diesel, got Shawn Michaels, got Warrior, got Flair, got Brett, got Slaughter. It's got to be, I said Stone Cold. Is there a, there's no Vader in there. There's no Mankind in there. There's no, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Diesel be Backlund. Who beat Diesel? Brett beat Diesel. Oh, Yokozuna. Yokozuna is number 14. Kevin runs the table. Congratulations. That is a plus one for the K-Dog. Matt, you got your work cut out for you. Matt, how many? Did you, did you have all those? I did. Yeah. Yeah, Kane was iffy. I, I let Kane slide because that was another iffy one. Because he did beat Austin it. for that belt. Yeah, kind it, of, or, but it was it was just sort of. It's he beat him for, and then they presented the new title the next night, didn't they? No, they presented no. the new title to Austin when Austin won at Mania, but then they had brought back the Wing Eagle at at one point, yeah, because the other one was getting worked on. So I didn't want to penalize him or, or count that one. So that one, that one in the Ted DiBiase bucket. So yeah, I think. That's but even, but even otherwise, whether it was or not, you still got all the other fourteen. So yeah. Matt. Doubly grand. Oh boy. We are not counting. Well, let me get you to the question. In the history of WrestleMania, 10 cities have hosted at least two WrestleMania cards. We are now we are not counting this year's show from Arlington, Texas, because that's a two-night show. And I don't think, give me one second, I'm sorry. It's been a while since I uh, since I looked this one up. I just give me one second that I'll check it been real quick. No, it has. I came up with these questions last week because I thought we were playing this last week. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Yeah, just give me just give me one second. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Let me see. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Did I do that? Let me see. Uh, I'm sorry. You could talk amongst yourselves for a second. No, I'm trying to. I was trying to figure trying out to get the it. answer here, buddy. Yeah, trying to get answers. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Horrific. I was trying to see if I included. Huh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is how the question works. These are cities that hosted more than one WrestleMania, but not two nights of WrestleMania. So what I mean by that is. We have, well, first of all, WrestleMania didn't happen this year, but last year's WrestleMania, unless that city was used at another time, that city does not count. So if it's a two-night WrestleMania, those two nights count as one appearance for a WrestleMania show. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Got it? Yeah. Yeah. So in the history of WrestleMania, 10 cities have hosted WrestleMania, two separate, two or more WrestleManias in said city. Not talking venue. I'm talking city, straight up city. Matt. How many of the 10 can you name? Can I have a second? Yeah, sure. Thanks. 
And this dude, this isn't even as hard as the fucking tiebreaker. The tiebreaker is fucking nuts. So. Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks. Well, let's hope we don't need to get there, Kev. <sighs> oh, Matt's feeling the pressure. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm at eight right now. <laughs> Folks, if you didn't hear that, Matt says he's at eight right now. Eight that he can name WrestleMania's. <sighs> Multiple WrestleMania, same city. And he's thinking hard about it. Kevin's actually at work too. I like this. I like this a lot. What do you got, Matt? I'm at nine. <laughs> I want to run the fucking table. Like oh this no! Just did. Oh no! Are you gonna let? Are you gonna let pride get in the way? Mine was my. To be fair, mine was a, the one that I got was a lot easier than this. Yeah, well, I mean, you were the challenger, so you got choice. Not sure. I had no idea it was going to be a uh, an eagle question. I thought it was going to be like a cruiserweight question, like fly like an eagle. I thought it was going to be like. Oh, a, that's you see, eagle was the key word. Uh, that's how I thought I fly you. was going to be the key word. Yeah. Oh. I have ten, but. All right, I have 10. Holy shit. I think this is the first time in history we've had a situation like this. Matt, in the history of WrestleMania, 10 cities have hosted multiple WrestleManias. <sighs> Whenever you're ready. New York. New York, New York hosted WrestleManias 1, 10, and 20. That's one. Atlantic City. Atlantic City hosted Ooh. two WrestleManias, 4 and 5. Uh, Rosemont, Chicago. Rosemont, Chicago, 213 and 22. That's three. Toronto. Toronto, Ontario, 6 and 18. That's four. Los Angeles. Los Angeles, 7 and 21. That's five. You don't count two? All right, two. Yeah, that's a good that's okay. a good point. East Rutherford. East Rutherford is six. Uh Orlando? Orlando is seven, 24, 33, 36. Anaheim. Anaheim, 12 and 2000. I think that was 16. That's eight. Yeah. Uh, Houston. Houston, 17 and 25. That's nine. All right. Here's the problem. I know exactly what you're going to say. Right? I think. Are we going? Are there semantics here, Tony? If I say. If I say Detroit, are we counting Pontiac as Detroit or no? Oh, I thought you were going to go a different direction. Um, no, we're not because it's not the same city. Okay. Ooh. Not the same city. I would have loved that to be his guess, though, but I, I, I appreciate it, and I, I will. Because 23 was there and 3 was there, but I guess it's not the same joint, huh? Yeah, one is like Ford and one is... All right, so then I'm going Arlington. Arlington? Sure, Arlington, Texas. 38 was there, and so was... So was uh, uh, 32. Matt. 38 hasn't happened yet. Yeah. 
Fog. And I, I hate for it to end like this. It has to, though, because you said it. You literally said this WrestleMania hasn't happened. You're right. Yet. I said it. I said it. Oh, shit. I said oh, it. no. Fuck. Why are you so upset that I won? No, it, it's just heartbreaking that it came to this. Hold on. He didn't. You didn't win yet. You have to name the other city. No, he doesn't. No, it's you over. got you. You got one you got wrong. It wrong. Ah, you, you son of a bitch. Oh no, Kevin. Do you know the tenth city? Uh, is it? Is it? It's one of two, I think. Is it New Orleans? New Orleans hosted thirty and thirty-four. God damn it! God. But you see that that's that's the that's the semantics of it. WrestleMania didn't happen yet this year. And, and, you, said, and you mentioned it, Tony. You said I did. you did, and I got it was too much into yeah. oh, wow. The Detroit thing fucked me too. Ladies and gentlemen, after 712 wins yes. in a row, we've got a brand new Can You Beat That Champion, Kevin! More importantly, Woo! after all the losses that I've endured lately. I am. The streak is over. Kev, the streak is over. Kev, you're like the Pope, man. You were on a losing streak for a long time, and you pulled it out. Yes. So you know, you know, we got to know now. What was the last question? Oh, I can't give that up. I got to put that in the bank. Oh, come oh, on. Come on. Uh, are you, are you, all right. You really want me to fucking? We got another it? month. We. Uh, all right. All right. No, no, no. I'm not. No, we're, we're, we have to know. I need to know. No, I know we have to know. That's what I was going to say. There's another month before yeah. we do another one of these. So. Oh, Jesus. All right. So here. So the question. The topic is the Meadowlands Miracle. Any idea what that question is? Six possible answers. Something to do with Bruno San Martino? Is that what Sting beat Flair? Six possible answers. So the question is, in the history of the Meadowlands Arena, slash Brendan Byrne, slash Izod, slash whatever you want to call it. Oh, I'd actually really love to actually play this one, but let's go ahead. (laughs) Six major championships. Oh, have changed hands in that building. And we're talking world championships or what we would consider world championships. I got three. I want to know who won those six championships. Uh, Bonus points if you could tell me what title they were, but that's not necessary. I got three off the top of my dome. How many? Matt, how many you got? Well, this is this would be a tandem effort. Yeah, yeah. This is so I'll go, I'll go first, then Matt can go. Well, then, and then I'll go. I got well, how many? Well, Matt, how many think you got? Two, right now, off the top of my doom. Okay, so Don't this will be like a Tony top six. I got, <laughs> I got three. I got. Uh, I'll go. I got. Right, let's Zig- go back and forth. Let's. I go got Ziggler cashing in against uh, Alberto, winning the world championship, big gold belt. I was there for it. Oh shit! I don't have that one. Fuck. Oh. Fuck. How did I not think of the de- <sighs> Fuck. All right. Well, this question was shit. <laughs> All right. Well, so then does that count if it wasn't on the list? Yeah, sure. Why not? Matt, I, I know Matt's thinking the exact one that I'm thinking of. And Matt, you already said one, I think. I didn't say anything yet. Yeah, you no, did. you did. You said it earlier. You said when he asked, the, when he mentioned the miracle, you mentioned the title change. Oh, Sting and Flair? Yeah, yeah it was Flair. Flair won back in 91. In the blizzard. Yep. Uh, SummerSlam 97, Brett beating Taker. Yep. Do you put Austin and Owen in the same category? 
Austin. No, he said world title. World titles. I'm sorry, you said world title. Okay. So those yeah, are that three. was a good that was a good pull with uh with what's his name. I'd have to go check the list. I don't think there are any other. Was that the WCW title or the world title? The world title. Which one? Uh, Ziggler. Well, world title. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, yeah. WCW was long gone. Um, I had to have been there for at least another one. Um, no WrestleMania, no other than the SummerSlam '97. I mean, the two SummerSlams and actually, that's a good question too because I believe like SummerSlam '89 was there. That was Brutus Hogan. Yeah, but that that wasn't a title change. No, I know. Was, uh, was was Brock beating Rock? No, no, no. That was in Long Island, right? I don't know, but I know it wasn't in Jersey. Um, is there a Cena Orton on there somewhere? Uh, did he beat him at WrestleMania 29? Because that's on there. Oh wait, that WrestleMania 29 wasn't at Brendan Byrne. Oh fuck! Never mind. This question sucks, dicks. <laughs> this is what happens when I work late and I don't get to proofread my shit. <laughs> then I think the question was overall just at the Meadowlands. You should have just said East Rutherford. Yeah, that's what I meant. I kinda, I guess. I, I should have reread it again. So what are what are the other ones? That you so have? this is what I had. I had Bret Hart at a Survivor Series '97 or SummerSlam '97. Uh, Cena of 29, Kofi and Seth Rollins won the universal title at WrestleMania 35. Uh, Stan Hansen beat, um, uh, pff, what the hell's his Martell? name? Model, Rick Martell. Uh, yeah, AWA show in 1985. And I had Ric Flair beating Sting for what was the end, what was the last reign for NWA and the first reign for WCW, uh, championship. So that's what that was. That's what was that was. Wow, so that we question were. sucked. Yeah, while we will, while we will. Also, good thing was just for <laughs> for kicks and giggles. Yeah, good thing it was because I'm a dickhead. Well, congratulations, Kevin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll it's be sure good thing we, next month. Good thing we didn't have to go to the bonus round. Hey, I gotta go in home. Hey. Oh. It looks like almost who's gonna get a singles match at WrestleMania might be facing the almighty Bobby Lashley. I thought I saw somewhere. I it probably was a joke, but someone posted that like it was going to be Byron Saxton facing almost. Joke, holy shit! No, but like I kind of believed it because I wasn't sure if almost was doing some sort of gimmick where he messes with announcers. So I thought maybe like Byron Saxton would be the guy that stands up to to almost. So I I bring back uh, Colin Jost and Michael Che. (laughs) Oh, boo. What's the Michael Che? We are. I don't have it going home tonight. Great. Kev, you got it going home? Yeah, why not? It looks like Jay Lethal, dear good close personal friend Jay Lethal, um, is going to be wrestling a Supercard of Honor. Looks like it's just been announced. Oh, we, nope. You Matt said it already to, to Khan. All right. So let's go home. <laughs> Holy fuck. I really poisoned the show. Uh, we have a huge. Uh, schedule coming up for us we have alex coglin next week new japan pro wrestling he'll be joining us at seven o'clock uh april 18th i booked big f and vin oh yeah uh gcw star i believe he is 911's child uh and then april 25th billy starks will be joining us so nice good get 
That's awesome. So uh, be sure to tune in. Uh, and next week, along with Alec Coglin, we are doing uh, Down the Aisle, baby. Oh, yeah. So uh, be sure to tune in next week. We're going to have a, a grand old time. We're going to cover all things uh, past and present <laughs> in pro wrestling. Uh, if you enjoyed the con interview, please be sure to follow him uh, at the con on Twitter, uh, the period con on Instagram. Follow the Shining Wizards on all forms of social media. If you go to our Twitter page at Wizards Podcast, we have a link tree. Uh, you can find us, uh, all of our platforms on there. You can subscribe, review, rate, all that good jazz. Um, I don't know. I've had a couple of drinks tonight, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. Atta boy. Um, that's all I got. That's My wife's at the gym. I don't know what's My for wife. And, tacos uh, usually have tacos on Monday. Uh, we I made we made all the Hello Fresh this week. Hello Fresh. Hello so, uh, Fresh. Usually Monday nights there's the last Hello Fresh for me to make, and she did not text <laughs> me like I asked her to texted me to tell me what she wanted for dinner. So I don't know what's for dinner. Asked her to texted me. Yeah, I asked her to texted me. All right, love it. Love everything about and it. And we love you for listening and supporting the shining wizards wrestling podcast continue to support and follow us and tell your friends and we'll be back next week with another humdinger of an episode of the shining wizards wrestling podcast i'm so glad i don't have to come up with more questions for next week what a fucking idiot i am well, that's 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 on you bro yeah that's great oh, you know good stuff it's great for kevin congratulations oh, yeah. champ Thanks yeah kevin you are the winner the winner hey. is you oh boy congratulations jay jay who what